2: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
3: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
2: This episode is brought to you by Casper Mattresses, but it's also brought to you by Mac Weldon Clothing. Whoa. Do you like their premium designs? premium smart designs mason and premium fabrics
3: are we talking about the mattresses or the
2: clothing we're talking about the clothing then yes <laughs> <laughs> do you do you enjoy their simple shopping this the simple shopping experience that they provide on their website a clean interface is it easy to use how great is it do you think yes and very great oh very good that's it's, what i like to hear
3: it's difficult for me to uh <laughs> to focus on more than one
2: question at a time i'm not framing these very well to be fair no no it's the only way I'll learn. <laughs> all of these, all of the products also are naturally antimicrobial. And what does that mean if it ever had a meaning? Oh, lemonade does. soda, doesn't it? It certainly does, mm-hmm. yeah. You get, I reckon you can get a few more bloody ways out of them than you'd think. I'll tell you that much, Mason. I don't know telling <laughs> but It's my you.
3: normal method of fr- forwards, backwards, inside out, forwards, inside out, backwards. <laughs> That's right.
2: Uh, also, if you're not comfortable with your first pair, guess what? You can keep it and then they'll still refund you. And you don't need to ask any questions about that. Or they don't need to ask you any questions about that. There will be zero questions on either end. I mean, you could probably ask questions, but they won't ask you any questions. Like There's weird questions personal or, questions. Nothing no. like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. they'll just be like, all right. And you keep them and you get the money back. Incredible! Not only does Mac Weldon—they do underwear, Mason—they do socks, they do shirts that look good. They perform well too. It's good for working out, going to work, going on dates. Just
3: leverage, just living, just your, life. Life. Just just living life, life, your life, just yeah, I love their
2: t-shirts. They're my favorite. Are you wear a good around. I, can I actually see it. am. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great fit, uh, snug but not too snug. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like. You know, like a weird stretchy material. Yeah, for sure.
3: It's not like you're wearing a boys' medium. That's
2: what I'm saying. It's not like I'm wearing a boys' medium <laughs> like I used to do. That's right. Yeah, I think they're great. I got a bunch of them. They're good. I like it when I've, when I've you know, got a, a few in the in the drawer. I'm like, yes. Do you know when you go to get t-shirts? Yeah, and no, like, I get oh, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Feels good. Anyway, if you want 20% off, though, you can by using promo code PLANET if you go to MacWeldon.com. That's promo code PLANET at MacWeldon.com. Mac 20%. That's good. That's mm. a good amount. Red Hot con- Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always is my co-host Nick Mason. It's me, I'm here. Just a few things up top, Mason. Just a bit of bloody housekeeping. We've guest on a couple of podcasts this week. That's true, we did. Myself on Two in the Think Tank, which is a fantastic comedy podcast. It was Ale- so
3: fantastic! You smacked your hand on that fan. I
2: did. I, I went out to make a big gesture. Yep. And I hit a fan. Does uh, that
3: big gesture indicate how much fun you had on the podcast? Absolutely, it does. Mm-hmm. Those
2: are they're very, they're two very funny guys. They've been on the show before. They did the they filled in on the it episode. That's true. They did. And also the name of the episode that I was on is called Horse Parkour. Yes. So I mean, what what else do you need? If that doesn't draw you in, then you hate animals and fun and sketches and podcasts. Yeah. Did
3: you come up with a fun sketch?
2: I helped. That's, yeah, no, I did. <laughs> I that. mean, those guys yeah, are great. What, what true, are you? Yeah. They're, they're absolute yeah, yeah. pros. I think I had some contributions. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they are so.
3: They're fast and they're funny. And having also been on the show, the best you can come up with is I helped. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I did fun sit, to help. It's I didn't fun sit to be there, there
2: and say nothing. it was just honestly, I had an absolute yeah. blast. You
3: were also on their hundredth episode, right? I was. They yeah, one hundred sketches.
2: Because they're, they're around one hundred and fifty now, so. Next year they're gonna have to. They're gonna do a yep. two hundred sketch episode. I
3: promise to be on their thousands episode. So <laughs>
2: great. All the, all the way through. all the way through. Yes. Wow. I'm committing to it. The last one was like ten hours or something. Yep. They did. Yep. Incredible. You're gonna die on that podcast. Doing what I love. That's right. Coming up with mediocre sketches. <laughs> Helping.
3: Helping while they'll, they'll come up with good sketches. And every once in a while, I'll be just be like, What if a man had too many pillows? <laughs> what if he did though? What if he did? Right. <laughs> There's no bad ideas. There's just bad execution. Actually, there's a
2: sketch about you in there. Yes. Which might be a good, a good Am listen. Am I
3: dead in it? Is that the...
2: <laughs> the, the, the maybe.
3: Wow. Because I saw the... <laughs> after every episode, they do a little break... Like the the sketch ideas are written down on a notepad and mm. they take a photo of the notepad. Yes, yes. I do believe it said dead makes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it was a
2: listener-suggested one. Oh, terrific. Yeah, yeah. But what was the one you were on?
3: I was on an episode of Vic and M's Comedy Gems, our comedy, friends, Vicky Gems. and Emily That's uh, it. podcast. It's they... a new
2: podcast of the network.
3: That's correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's called Episode 58.
2: Wow. Don't mean to brag. Was that the name of the episode and also the number or just the name? Both of those things. Oh, my it's goodness. quite literal. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. So, yeah, Excellent. you can yeah, find yeah. that
3: at planetbroadcasting.com.
2: I can link those both below, no problem at all. And we
3: talked about uh, many things, including a hair incident I had a while back.
2: Oh, where you shaved the side <laughs> Don't, spoil <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. That's fixed itself up. Yeah. yeah it's You'd a... hope so. You'd hope so. It's not but a tattoo, is it? You,
4: how's,
3: how, how short have you ever cut your hair? My own hair? Or like, how how short has your hair ever been?
2: I I used to like shave my head down to like a two. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because
3: I'm always because you know I often I'm like, well, you know, I should grow, I can grow a beard, so I should grow a beard. Yeah. Or like, well, should should I be a man who shaves his head once just to see what it's like? And yeah. I'm like, but what if I shaved it, and it never came back?
2: That's I heard Chicklus said that once. Did he? Well, the story with Chickless was—I remember reading. I don't know whether it was true. I think he was just going bald.
3: This is Michael Chickless, not a guy we know called Chickless. Yeah,
2: Chickless. Not a friend, guy.
3: Not a guy we know who can't get a date. Our friend our Jeffrey Ch- Chicklis. We call him Chicklis because he can't get a date.
2: <laughs> but basically, our friend Chicklis yes. is also an actor. Michael Chickless. Michael Chickless. He—he—he uh, he was doing theater, uh-huh. like junior theater, or. College theater, or maybe it was just theater. And he shaved his head for a role, and he put like grease paint on it for the uh-huh. for the part. And then afterwards, it didn't it didn't grow back. So he, yeah. mo- I don't know whether he killed it with the the grease paint but or that's whatever. The
3: thing, see, that's the thing because you know, as a man, you are prone. Why are we talking about this? As a man, you, you could potentially you could go bald at some point. Yeah, and maybe you shave your head, and that's the day you were destined to go bald. But I'd always want. would always wonder. I'd be like, maybe I shaved it and. My brain, the nerves in my head went. Oh, we don't need, we don't need this anymore. Yeah, I guess yeah. he doesn't want this anymore. Anyway, I think anyway, you're... Vic and M's
2: comedy. Gems. Check it out; it's linked below. There it is. And just quickly, one more thing: um, there was Mister Coy's shirts that have been uh, that people have ordered, pre-ordered. They are uh, they will be on their way in October. They're getting uh, they're getting made up as we speak. That's There's right. There's a pretty large number of orders. Also, if you ordered a shirt with that, they're going to come at the same time to save like on shipping. Here. So yeah, so don't worry; they're on their way. We haven't taken your money. In fact, we haven't seen any money from it yet. <laughs> no. So, if anybody's taken your money, they have. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, so if you need some torches and pitchforks, yeah.
2: we'll be with you. No, they, they're they're good they are for very it. good. Yeah, they're, be they're fine. They're on yeah. their way. I have they're many of their quality. shirts. Yeah,
3: and uh, they're great. That's so it. I'm excited.
2: I love a casual shirt, Mason. Uh-huh. You know that. I like a T-shirt, but I also love a, a bloody Mr. Core shirt. I yeah. love different clothes. Call me crazy.
3: You are crazy.
2: Don't. I didn't think you actually would wear That's... the
3: same shirt every day. Okay. Have you seen? I I would have saved this for what we read and what we're gonna read. Let's do it. But I watched. Uh, it was. It's on Netflix. Uh, Jack Reacher, <laughs> the, the first Jack Reacher.
2: I haven't seen. and it's all right.
3: It's not bad, but you can you can kind of tell because you know it's it's Tom Cruise in the role of this character. Yeah. But clearly there are fight sequences in the movie that were very obviously intended for the literary version of Jack. Rachel, oh, like a much bigger man. Who is like seven <laughs> feet tall with fists the size of Christmas hands yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's like, there's a scene in it where he is clipped in the back of a head with a baseball bat and oh. he's just dizzy for a minute.
2: <laughs> one
3: minute? Maybe not even one minute. <laughs> but then later he's just like the, he's talking to somebody and they're like, what's that on the back of your head? And he's got an enormous blood patch on the back of his head. But the
2: skull's fractured.
3: Well, that's what I mean. So basically, a spoiler alert: like a dude takes a swing at him with a baseball bat, and it hits like a door frame, but it also hits with his the baby head. his it's okay, yeah. But yeah. At, at the same time, I'm like, that's you'd you still die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the reason I mentioned also this, your
2: occipital lobe, which is your vision, is in the back of your head, so he probably really? would have gone blind. Huh, yeah. Hey, wow. All right. Yeah.
3: Well, he does. Maybe he does, though. Maybe he does. Maybe that's in the post credits. He's like. <laughs> P.S. have been blind the whole time. <laughs> How good am I? It's like that movie where, you what know, the one... Yeah, Spoilers. Whatever, yeah,
2: yeah. You know, it was the Bible the whole time. It was the Bible <laughs> the whole time, exactly.
3: Anyway, the only reason I mention that is because at the start of the movie, it's he's been in Hawaii, I think. Yeah. And he, ha- and he comes back to, a, to mainland America to, like, find justice for this, you know, these murders that have happened or whatever. And... He's wearing, he starts out wearing a Hawaiian shirt and he just goes to the Goodwill and he just buys a new, like a set of street clothes and he gives away his like cool. Hawaiian, Hawaiian, clothes, Hawaiian yeah. clothes. But then for the rest of the movie, he's just got one set of clothes the whole time and like several days pass. And at one point, he's just washing his shirt out in the sink and somebody's like, Can you put a shirt on? He's like, This is my shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> That's what a what a weird character trait. Yeah, to only buy one set of clothes. That's like that creepy backpacker. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. Going to a hostel,
2: they're always washing their one set of clothes in the sea. Sure,
3: because he, I guess, because it's like he doesn't believe in material things or whatever. But you're a military man. Yeah. Buy two sets. Have of clothes. two sets. That's two sets of
2: clothes. How many jocks do you reckon he has? As in underwear? I don't, that's I don't. You ever watching that? Put your jocks back. You on. never see him change. These them. are my jocks. You never see him
3: take <laughs> his pants off and then his underpants and then put on a new pair of underpants and then put his pants back on. So well, that's
2: insane to me. Yeah,
3: good movie. Anyway, the movie's fine. Going to watch the sequel? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I but again, I good. don't know if it's because same clothes. Do you reckon? <laughs> no, I think different clothes. We'll see. Uh, I I don't know. Like I thought it was a uh, kind of fun. But again, I'm not sure if it's just because Tom, it's Tom Cruise has the crazy compelling performance. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's actually... It's pretty good. I don't know.
2: Well, what a, what a stirring endorsement. Thank you. Mason, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has been delayed uh, for now. We don't mm-hmm. know what's going on there. Crew members that have as- apparently were assembled in Atlanta to begin, to begin pre-production are now being dismissed and free to look for other work. Ooh. Which basically means, I, I guess Marvel were looking for a director and they didn't quite find... Right, director.
3: I also think is it is it a, the case in a lot of movies where some of the director's crew always goes with them? Maybe potentially, like it's the yeah. di- the director of photography and the cinematographer and stuff. I think maybe yeah, they right. always have the same guy. Maybe so. that's very possible. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So that's uh, so that's interesting. I'm yep. not really surprised that they couldn't find anybody in such short notice. Also, it's a big task to be. I think the only people who'd be bold enough to think they could do that are bad directors
3: (laughs) yes for sure (laughs) exactly yeah
2: i mean ask mcgee he'd probably do it i was gonna say or seems like a nice man probably yeah yeah michael bay michael bay would do it yeah what do
3: you what's what level of director do you think it'd have to be before you're like i'm
2: not watching this or are you already at that i'd watch it yeah Mm -hmm. i'm watching it regardless because i need to know what it's gonna be that's true yeah uh some people are saying they should get edgar wright why would he do it? Why would he? Why, do would it he exactly? why would he do it? I mean, I think he'd be great. I think he'd be a really good choice. But he left for creative reasons. Yes, and also I'm fairly certain he's friends with Taika Waititi or their friend Lee. And then in this case, another person was was let go, and he's going to come back for that. It just seems like a weird thing. It that is, he a would, weird, yeah, that exactly. Would, I think there's a very real possibility that they'd be able to get him back at some point because they've kind of changed from the way they used to be around them. Yeah, but I mean, but I why, don't think it's why, this. they wouldn't get
3: him back for. To replace somebody who's also leaving in acrimonious circumstances, yeah, right, yeah. that would be very odd, I think.
2: Yeah, so I just wonder how long this is going to be delayed for, or you know, I mean, we, as far as we know at this point, he's not coming back, but yeah, right. maybe they delay it long enough where they could then bring him back because enough time has passed. Yes, yeah, I think. Look, they're going to make it regardless because, I mean, these make money, aren't don't they? They sure so, do. Yeah, so you know, but and, I, love but, them. and
3: I, I will be interested to see how this impacts. The, the, the script and the story yeah, and right. the existing characters. Because obviously now, spoilers for Infinity War, mm. it's now out on home video.
2: Book of Eli, it was a Bible. Exactly, and he was it was a Bible, the, was whole the, Bible the
3: whole time. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we've reached a point where a lot of characters are in limbo. Yeah. And not literally limbo. One might be. <laughs> One might be in limbo, but here's a possibility to wipe the slate clean. Yes. The Guardians do have a backup set of Guardians they could use if they wanted to. That's actually true, yeah. They could use... And this was
2: going to be the last one anyway in this set of Guardians. Yeah, that's true. So, So, I mean, they
3: could could bring in the Starhawk Guardians that we saw in Guardians 2 and be like, here's the new Guardians. They've... Yeah. They're, you know, they're... They're honouring the legacy of the Old Ones who all died. Yes. Slash went back to their home planets. You know? (laughs) So, here's the... I think this is maybe where... This this could be a turning point for Marvel fandom. Yeah, like if if they go, you know what? Everybody objects. All the actors objected to being this movie, so we're firing everybody. Mm.
2: Uh,
3: you know,
2: sounds like a real image comics situation, Ooh. Mason. Which maybe we'll talk about later. Now, I know we said no Star Wars news this week. In fact, I promised you did. that There were no star. There was no Star Wars news. But no, you
3: didn't. No, you didn't promise <laughs> specifically. What you said was, even if there if there is Star Wars news this week, yeah. I do not have to talk about it. <laughs> I think what? that's what you said. Okay. Even if they release a new Star Wars series or a movie this yep, yep, week, yep. not going to talk about okay, it. Okay,
2: fair enough. Well, this no. actually isn't Star Wars news. This is being harassed on the internet news. Oh. Does that, does that fall? Is that okay? Who is being harassed on the internet? Kelly Marie Tran?
3: Ah, uh, not again.
2: <laughs> no, no, she's back. Did you oh, say she is this? Oh, back. Okay, right, cool. Okay, so basically, she disappeared off social media due to uh, a backlash of a movie, a particular movie. Who's to say which one? Mm-hmm. We don't know this week, do we? <laughs> I don't Watch. know I oh, know you I'm, don't know this I don't either. know
3: <laughs> <laughs> to be to uh, just to be clear, this is not my famous character, my famous <laughs> fleshed out well researched character guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is. this is me yep meso yep not engaging with Star Wars news on any level. fair enough, I know enough about star wars <laughs> that's the that's the key difference guy who doesn't know what star wars is inexplicably. Has never heard of Star Wars. Every time it's brought up, he doesn't I'm remember the well last I'm well-versed in Star Wars and I'm sick to death of it. Yeah. That's good. this guy. Very
2: good, Mason. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, she wrote this uh, this piece mm-hmm. on uh, how, how she was, you know, about a, the social media reaction to her character in a particular movie. Mm-hmm. Who's to say which one? Yep. Uh, this has also come off the back of people saying, well, she might have just quit because she didn't want to be on social media. What if it wasn't well, the it's was probably piece? just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah.
3: People quit social media all the time. People quit immediate <laughs> incredible validation all the time with thousands of people telling them... They love or hate them, you know? People I just, just, just quit it.
2: I know, exactly. So I just thought I'd read out uh, a little bit. I will bit. never quit social media. I think you will one day. No. Get out of here, Mason. No, you're right. I probably will. Yeah, everyone does. Mm. And then comes back. Yep. Uh, their words seem to confirm uh, that when growing up as a woman and a person of color already taught me that I belonged in margins and spaces, valid only as a minor character in their lives and stories. And those words awaken something deep inside me. A feeling I thought uh I'd grown out of. That same feeling I had when I was nine. I was speaking Vietnamese. Uh, I stopped speaking Vietnamese altogether because I was tired of hearing other kids mock me uh, or 17 when I was at dinner with my white boyfriend, his family, I ordered a uh, meal in perfect English. And to the surprise of the waitress who, exp- who exclaimed, wow, it's so cu- cute. You have an exchange student. Uh, also said uh, she says, uh, you might know me as Callie." She signs off. I'm the first woman of color to have a leading role in st- the star Wars movie. I'm the first Asian woman to appear on the cover of vanity fair. My real name is, uh, I think it's Loanne, L O A N. Yep. Uh, uh, and I'm just getting started. So yeah, Ooh, I think that's really good. interesting. I think that's really bit of ha- sass. I enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. And I like the go away, let it, you know, let people kind of have their reactions and whatever. Wait a few months and then come back with this. I think if she had to come back with this immediately, I think I don't think it would have had this kind of impact. I think this was really well timed, and I think it's a really important message. And I think on the off the back of this, and Crazy Rich Ag- Asians is doing well. Yeah, there's that's a, true. There's a Netflix movie at the moment. Um, to Boys I've Loved, I think it's called. I watched it this week. It's got uh-huh. an Asian lead. It's really good. Great, okay. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I think it's a it's a really good time for this. So, yeah. She's just getting... I wonder if that means she's going to go by that name, going to be credited Ooh, by that name. But, yeah, you know, okay. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Anyway, do you have anything to say about that at all? doesn't have to be...
3: I've never seen her in anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I wish her the best of luck. Wait, life.
2: so you... You don't know what the thing is we're talking about? Or is this Which character are you doing?
3: Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, okay. No, this, I didn't think of logistically this is quite difficult. <laughs> okay, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. I wish you the best of luck.
2: Fantastic. Yep. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's someone who might need the best of your luck, Mason. Oh, yes. Uh, ben Affleck has entered rehab uh, for mm. alcohol substance abuse. Uh, he's seeking treatment, apparently, and he he knew he needed help and was vocal about it. It was driven there by Jennifer Garner. There's pictures of him. Fought looking... at McDonald's
3: on the way. Very Isn't nice. Isn't that good?
2: Yes. But, uh, <laughs> that's great. But um, <laughs>
3: This is not viral marketing for McDonald's.
2: <laughs> oh, no. You shouldn't eat it. It's horrible food. It will kill you. Disagree. I think you should. No, you shouldn't. Yes, you should. I used to work there. It's very clean, but you should not eat it. What
3: about every once in a while?
2: Every once in a while is fine for anything, Mason. Yeah, that's right. But, yeah.
3: Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. Even they a do... sweet double quarter pounder. Mm, it's yum, too yum, much. It's too yum.
2: much meat. If you're gonna go anything, go the double cheeseburger. It's a better, it's a better portion. No. you've lost it, mate. What the ratio's that? all off. The Nuggies. onions different. What about different. Nuggies?
3: Well, yeah. I don't have it. I don't have pickles or onions. Oh
2: yeah, that's right. You're one of those types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And this it's isn't a thing. They don't. You don't do it so you get a fresh burger. You just don't like I those. I just don't too. like them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, what does this mean for Batman? I guess people are asking. I don't know.
3: I don't know. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. leave him alone. <laughs> he probably I feel like he doesn't want to be in this. I think we had a discussion about this earlier. Yeah. I feel he doesn't really want to be in this industry anymore. And I think we should just leave him.
2: Let him figure it out. Or, you know. He is doing a McDonald's movie, isn't he? About. Is he? The McDonald's Monopoly scam or something. Didn't he oh, buy yeah, that? yeah.
3: That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's a fascinating. Uh... Yeah. But
2: apparently he's he's a live-in. So he's going to be in there for a while. Okay. So we don't. Who knows how yeah, that's right. going to okay. go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that story very well, the McDonald's one. I just know a lot of people did a thing did a scam. That's all I know.
3: I read an article on it, um and a lot of it went in one ear and out the other, but it seems as if the it's It's the guy the guy who was involved in like authenticating and creating the, the game tokens. Uh, yeah. I think he had access to the 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 he had access to like the safe of all the grand prizes uh, okay. and he could and he it was his job to insert them into the 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 prize like the individual yeah. like french fry containers or what have you or the or the drink mm. cups and stuff like that and instead he like he he developed an elaborate web of like okay i'm going to give this to you and give that to your friend and here's an elaborate backstory so you can claim that you won it and all this sort of stuff. So, Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. It is interesting.
2: Very good. Anyway, good luck, Ben Affleck, wherever you are. Yep. And if you're listening to this...
3: You don't have to do Batman if you don't you just, want to. Yeah, you could just, just quit. Just straight up say, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Look into your heart, Ben <laughs> Affleck. And if you don't want to do Batman... That's
2: fine. Get some nuggies, yep. sit on the couch. Oh, so good. That's fine, Get yeah. a
3: double quarter pounder if you want, despite old Judgy McJudgison over there saying it's too much meat. It's too it's much not. meat. You're a big man, but Ben Affleck. you know Athlete. what, maybe you're if, you're taking
2: off, if you're taking off the onions and pickles, maybe maybe it's a good ratio, I agree. Mason. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. Uh, Hans Zimmer has come out of retirement, Mason, to score Wonder Woman 2. Ooh. That's pretty good, isn't it? I
3: didn't know he was retired. I Me mean, neither.
2: <laughs> So he's done, he did Batman v Superman. He didn't yep. do Justice League because Danny Elfman did it. That was not good, was it? Remember they just went, we'll just do the Superman theme and the Batman theme. The original ones, the, the Chris Reeve one and the, the Burton one. What else, is, what else do you want in this movie? Colourful? Yeah, we can change that the last minute. What else do you want?
3: I don't remember the score in that movie at all. Yeah, there you go. No, but no. I remember
2: the Batman Superman one mm-hmm. and I remember the Man of Steel one. Yeah, right. And yeah. they're good. Mm-hmm. So, great. And
3: Zimmer, Inception as well. Oh, he did too. He he created that horn. That horn that horn note we all love.
2: Son of a bitch. Mm. Not his fault though, is it? What that everybody else took no. that and Also I think
3: it? I think Inception was Hans Zimmer and somebody else
2: and a horn. And
3: oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. Very, very good. Jimmy the Horn.
2: Jimmy the Horn was yeah, it? that's right. Yeah. That's great. Famous news. blues man. Jimmy Blind the Hor- Jimmy the Horn. <laughs> so In other news, Mason, of people leaving things, uh, Danny Boyle has officially left Bond Bond 25. 25, Untitled Bond. That's right. The release date is of next year, uh, late next year. It hasn't been moved as of yet, but considering Mm -hmm. there's no writer or director, it'll probably be moved because last time they rushed a Bond film, they made Quantum of Solace, Mm. which I maintain is not as bad as you'd think it would be.
3: I maintain it's just as bad as you think it would be. Why, goodness gracious, yeah. Uh Uh,
2: Apparently, producers were unhappy with his script focusing on Russian villains and a modern-day Cold War, Uh, which I think sounds great. (laughs) That makes a lot uh of sense to me.
3: In a way, it's fun that the Russians are back of villains, isn't it? We can can shoot them again in movies. Mm, Yep. (laughs) So that's...
2: Yeah. Uh, It's also said an even bigger issue was Danny Boyle's desire to cast Polish actor Tomasz Kot... As the movie's unidentified uh, lead bad guy, Bond producer Barbara Broccoli was reportedly infuriated with Boyle, Boyle's insistence that he bring on his own team, including writing partner John Hodge, mm-hmm. uh, which resulted in the script by Neil Purvis and Wade being put on hold. Who they wrote, they've written everything from,
3: they've written honestly, some good stuff, some terrible yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't know what did they write. Die another day. Maybe? They wrote
2: Die Another Day, and they also wrote Casino Royale. But I don't, but I don't know how much of the director's influence exactly has on that. And it's
3: also. I don't understand how the screenwriting process works, and I believe it, it's all—it's one of those things where I think the the credit for the writing goes to people for various reasons that are not entirely related to whether they wrote it or not. Yeah, right. Like it's—you can—you maybe it's something like you can write the whole movie, but if somebody comes in at last minute and swoops in and does some changes, they can have the credit for the movie. Yeah, yeah, or right, like yeah, exactly. Then. So yeah. I don't, and I don't know—I don't know what of that. Mm. Is true in these cases Who
2: knows What else have they Have they done anything else Except for Bond I don't know well, I'm don't sure so. they have But they seem like To just be the in-house team Yeah yeah, yeah. For this So I, I don't know Anyway I think this is A terrible idea I mean mm. as as we know Mason We both agree that Sunshine is the best movie Ever made No Do which you is even a really Boyama. believe That it's we the best We both movie believe ever. it Mason Do you think it's the best movie Ever made It's a movie that was made And it is the best one So yes that is what I believe
3: <laughs> Such a What a bold claim by you <laughs> You can't think of a single Other movie that might be better Can you I mean not currently. Because we've said that you've said Sunshine, and I'm so filled with rage. Uh, that I can't I can't think of, you know when somebody's like
2: Logan Lucky's pretty good. I watched that this week. <laughs> That's a good movie. Great. Yeah, it is a good movie. That's true. Yeah. yeah. uh
3: uh-huh. mm. When when somebody's like name a movie and you're like, I can't think of a single uh,
2: movie. Yeah. Mm. I can't now. I see? Tarzan. That's not why would that one be the one? Yeah, anyway. What do you think about this though? Getting rid of him and
3: Look, I kind of would have liked to see it.
2: Yeah. I think they needed a a fresh, independent voice. Yeah. Because well, you've talked about how you think those movies peaked at Casino Royale, the new yep, one. absolutely. You are. hate all of the other ones. You
3: know who I'd like to see now? Who? And I didn't think I would have liked to see it a year ago. Mm. Christopher McQuarrie.
2: Yeah, okay. I could Mission see that. Yeah, yeah, Fallout.
3: I reckon he would do a great Bond. Didn't
2: he do Jack Reacher?
3: Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. Yeah, oh, did he do I the, the sequel as well? Never Go Back.
2: Yeah. I wonder. Let me check for you. I just want to double check this, yeah. But do you think those movies work because of this? Like, I think Bond needs it. It can't rely on action set pieces the way that Mission Impossible necessarily does. I think, well, the storyline, I think, needs to be more espionage and complex. And the latest Mission Impossible wasn't, I guess, that complicated. No, I think
3: think the opposite. I think the the better Bond movies, or at least I think one of the, the, the conceits of a Bond movie is just... The bad guys stolen two bombs. <laughs> they're real big and maybe they set one off and they've got another one they're going to blow the world up with it. Yeah. Uh, now he's a fist fighter on a construction site.
2: <laughs> oh that's uh, a fair point point. and you yeah that's uh, yep fair enough. Uh he actually he directed, here we go, Mason. He did he didn't he only did the first Jack Reacher, God. but he also directed Way of the Gun and then didn't make anything of a 12. Oh, wow. years. Yeah.
3: With uh, is it Ryan Felipe in Way of the Gun?
2: Yeah, and Benicio del Toro yeah, and that's the one way, of yeah. them Punches Sarah Silverman of, in the face yeah, in like punches, the first opening scene or something. Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. all I remember from that movie. Yeah, uh, same. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. No, he's doing he's doing some good stuff then from that movie that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that being good.
3: Neither do I. Yeah. It was in that in that interim period where no movies were really that good. <laughs> I do remember you remember that.
2: that? Yeah, I remember yeah. there was Equilibrium and The Matrix, yeah. but nothing else. Maybe The Green Mile was all right. I don't know. No, it wasn't. <laughs> People say Castaway. I don't think Castaway's great. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so I don't know how this, what direction this is going to go. People are speculating that maybe uh, Craig's going to walk away, but I, I don't imagine so- he- Craig David. Yeah, <laughs> like that song he did. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well done. Mm-hmm. But he, um, he <laughs> looks so happy with himself about
3: that. <laughs> I'm trying to, wait to. I'm trying to think of a way to tweet that. It's impossible, <laughs> guys. You'll guys, never just guess. a bit of backstory. <laughs> Remember the, remember the artist Craig David? Well, he had a song called Walking Away. Anyway, second tweet. Here we go. No, I don't know.
2: But I don't know. What do you think about any of this? Uh. You got any idea for who should replace? People, again, are throwing up the name Edgar Wright.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, he hasn't really done something like this, has he?
3: He Well, I mean, Baby Driver had some good...
2: Yeah, totally, good, good, yeah.
3: But were they... T- I guess my question is... Ba- the, okay, so the action sequences, if you recall, in Baby Driver. Yeah. Did you find them... Would you would you say they're too surreal for a Bond movie?
2: Maybe elements of. I think that mm. movie itself has surreal moments. But yeah. I think... Because a lot of that driving is real. I think if you were like yeah. Scott Pilgrim or World's End, if it was that kind of action, uh-huh. no. That yeah, wouldn't right. work. But I think Baby Driver, maybe.
3: Because the... the the dri- that, Well, that's the thing. Because the driving in Baby Driver is real. Mm. But at the same time, it is... You know, it's it's a it's a movie where he drives onto a, like an oil slick and he spins the car through like a you know with millimeters to spare through a through a narrow laneway or yeah. something like that. And I'm like, that wouldn't
2: well, Bond isn't that kind of driver? I no, guess no, that's is true. It? Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, the current Bond isn't at least anyway.
2: Yeah, all the other Bonds are the best at everything.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, so it's, that's the thing. It's kind of on the, this edge of yeah. like, does that work as a because? But you know, it's Bond is kind of a heightened reality. Mm. Do you want him to be the suave guy who can, you know, drive between two tables at a an at a Italian restaurant on the side? I think on he, side this one or would or go whatever. through the tables. Yeah, see? That's what I'm talking Probably about. Probably kill
2: a kid on the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh I don't know. I, I think he could do it. I think he. I yep. think he's shown to be adaptable. Uh-huh. So, I mean, look, it's, Scott Pilgrim's different than everything else he's done. You that's know? true. And so, action-wise, so, you know. Anyway, Uh Just recast Bond anyway. Just start afresh anyway. You know what I mean? (laughs) Emily Blunt. That's what I'm saying. Well, someone, someone, I saw this on Twitter. I wish I knew where it came from. Somebody said, if you want to do a female Bond... Mm-hmm. A good way to do it might be you make it an M prequel and you set it in like the 60s or 70s. Oh, and that's M. That's Lady yeah. M. I think that would be insane. I think that would be such a good idea. And it also shut people up yep. about doing a Lady Bond.
3: And you could do it Looper style where Emily Blunt slowly morphs into Judi Dench. <laughs> in <laughs> one scene? The course, over the course of the movie, yeah.
2: But there's one very jarring scene. Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: What do you think about that though?
3: Yeah, that could be cool. I yeah. like that. Because
2: okay. I, I, I want that era of Bond back. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, however they want to do, it, it's fine with me. Cool, man. Yeah. Okay. What else we got here? Mason uh, Dominic Monaghan, who you might remember as in uh, he's in bloody Lord of the Rings. He's one of the hobbits. He was in Lost. <laughs> Where are we? He's that one. He's that He's guy, in yeah. Lost. That's exactly. He's from the Lost TV spot that everyone saw. Uh, he's been cast in a very popular sci-fi movie, which is currently being shooting at the moment with JJ Abrams.
3: Huh. Yeah.
2: So I think that's really exciting. It's happening right now. Uh, yeah, okay. That's all. Do you have anything to add?
3: I don't really need to know any more details <laughs> about that. Okay, yeah.
2: very good. Uh, the Alfred TV series has a synopsis, okay. and you are going to love this. I'm talking to everybody listening, also <laughs> including uh, Alfred. Uh no, was, on, that's right, right. Mason's texting his mum to yeah. let her know that he told a really good Craig David, David joke.
3: <laughs> hey, mum, listen up. You remember Craig David? <laughs>
2: no you don't. <laughs> okay all right i'm back you good yep. all right so the alfred I'm TPC- walking
3: away <laughs> yeah. from the troubles in my life i'm walking away he he,
2: he did Find the line beard. Da- sorry he had the line beard him he and did, the guy yeah. from smash mouth oh yep killing it yes impossible to maintain the line beard why was it in iron man three all of a sudden
3: because he had to provide the illusion of a chin that's he had why. a chin in that one, didn't he? Yeah, I know, but it was about, it was, you know You think it was? Yeah, I think that he that was, was doing why. some
2: Wing Chung in that, wasn't he? He was doing some Wing Chung. Is that a thing? Is that the name of a martial art? <laughs> yes it is, yes. I knew that. Uh huh. Okay. For you. Uh the Alpha TV series, as we know, is a prequel series. To Gotham? No. Oh. It's just a prequel series in general. It's not related to Gotham. Uh-huh. Here we go. Alfred is trying to reconcile the kind-hearted boy he once was with the ruthless with the ruthless killer he was forced to become. Wow. <laughs> so, what are, the Wayne father is in it? What's his name? Steve Wayne. Yeah, Steve Wayne. Uh-huh. Steve Wayne. Uh, what brings him to London? Apparently, Steve Wayne is trying to find his sister. And Steve Wayne. Steve Wayne. Eve Wayne <laughs> Steve Wayne is said to be intelligent, deeply moral, and idealistic characteristics that Alfred will come to instill in Thomas's orphan son. Let's go back to the thing about Alfred being a cold-blooded killer or whatever. Mm-hmm, yep. Do you think he's going to be some he's going to be PTSD Alfred or something? Is that what's happening here? Uh from from the war. Yeah, from the war. What era is this going to be set in also? I how old's Alfred, I get. It depends. Is it
3: uh... Is it but that's the thing. Is it this... could be
2: modern day. That's and, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? This could I be... mean they're all vaguely the 30s, aren't they? Yeah, see is that's that a, that's even the thing
3: with with or 50s? the 50s. The thing with anything Batman is do you set it you said it in that Burton animated series verse where it's kind of the 40s, but it's also the modern day. There's blimps,
2: but there's also TVs in your car.
3: Exactly. Or do you set it now...
2: Where there's TVs in your car and blimps. Because
3: it would be much cheaper to set it now yes. than to set it in, like, the 80s.
2: But a lot of this stuff just films in dark alleys and whatever anyway. That's I don't true, really yeah. think it...
3: Uh-huh. And Gotham City, I guess, is its own thing.
2: Its own thing, yeah.
3: And I guess there's enough existing... Sets. <laughs> Gotham sets. But this
2: also might be London, but you could just make it. Like, There's enough fine. old stuff
3: in London. Just so. put
2: the bloody Tower of London in the background and yes. you're fine. That's all you need. And it's got
3: a TV in it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, are you going to watch this? I mean, I've watched every episode of Krypton. I'm up for another Batman prequel. So, sorry, DC prequel series.
3: I hope they have. I hope we get some villain origins in it. Ugh, I like, saw. They're, they're feeling. Like we, we get a Joker origin before we get. Thomas Wayne doing it. Thomas Wayne's still a kid. Oh, my God. And we're getting a Joker origin. I, I think that would be great.
2: Well, speaking of, yeah. they're filming Gotham at, the moment and- Gotham at the moment, and one of the people that's seen on set looks like the the lead mutant from The Dark Knight Returns. I saw that, yeah. I mean, that is 40 years early. <laughs> like, at that's least. so early. Yeah, right? Yeah.
3: Because that's
2: the future. That's the it, future. That, I
3: mean, it's the 80s future. But it's the future. It's the, f- the far decades into the future. Mm. That's so odd, isn't it? Do you think this is maybe a flash forward?
2: It could be. I mean, this
3: might be what I mean, conceivably what they could do is they could because you know, the last episode of Smallville had yeah. Clark Kent finally working at the Daily Planet and he opens the shirt and he's got the Superman outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I've seen maybe that clip on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, maybe this maybe this <laughs> maybe the final episode is we cut to or maybe the final the final couple of episodes are he is 10 years in the future. He's 20 years in the future. He's 30 okay, years yeah, in the future. Okay, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not what it is. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be he's fighting the mutants in modern-day Gotham. Probably. But, I just had
2: a thought, though. What yes. if Gotham transitioned to another era where Batman isn't Batman in between when he retired and comes back? So it's just the eras of Batman where he's, where he's, not, he's not
3: Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Very great. And it's just uh, the last season is him just staring. He's looking out the window of, of Wayne Manor as Gotham crumbles, and he's like, "Don't really feel like being Batman anymore. Don't really feel like I'm not, it. I'm not, I'm not feeling it, you know." And then night, the the bat signal goes on,
2: and he shaves his mustache, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> and then it ends, yeah."
3: And he's like, "Nah, not tonight, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be okay."
2: I love that. I don't, <laughs> but that, but it wouldn't yeah, surprise right. me if there's going to be a series set in between.
3: Because what I want mm. is, I want tiny snippets of just awesome Batman costumes and batman action yeah and not a series of that no you don't want that yeah, yeah. yuck very good yucky
2: do you want this mason probably oh, but for those people that i know in the dark knight returns uh, bruce wayne has a mustache <laughs> and then he subconsciously <laughs> shaves it yes. when he uh-huh. becomes batman again mm-hmm. uh yeah. brendan fraser is going to be returning to entertainment mediums in the form of robot man in the doom patrol tv series i was
3: gonna say he is back already oh yeah he's in, oh, yeah, he's in. sorry you're right he is is he good in that yes Yeah. Yeah. Reese goes, you're going to be Robot Man. Okay. Yeah. Cliff Steele. Do you think he's going to have all the... Maybe he's just the voice.
2: Could be. Well, but you think someone else is going to be the Robot Man or it's CGI? Maybe. CGI. Probably CGI. In a TV series?
3: Yeah. What about Bloody Lost in Space? Yeah, but that's that's a lot of that
2: is a man in a suit.
3: Oh, well, then it's not him.
2: (laughs) Mm. Yeah. I, I think he might do somebody
3: it. Somebody suggested, I think this was on I our panel. Just imagine him in
2: like a crichton suit, just yeah. a really sweaty, uncomfortable Just anchorless suit. Yeah. And they've
3: sprayed it silver. <laughs> yeah, That'd whatever. Or whatever colour robot man is. I think maybe he's gold. Yeah, I think um, he, his head is.
4: I'll so look
3: it up. Uh, somebody on the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group yeah. suggested, and I don't have your name here, but somebody suggested that he would be good as the Sentry. In Marvel,
2: okay, yeah, like
3: I, I think they should introduce my. I, I did. I, do did we have this conversation? I think that
2: maybe in his gold, the new one's got like a leather jacket, yeah. or whatever. Anyway, so I, on.
3: I, I think that maybe at the end of like Avengers four, mm. you know, that we always have the the post credit sequence. Sure. I reckon they do like half a dozen, just new origins in the post credit sequence. Just snap <laughs> them out real <laughs> yeah. quick. Just That'd do be great. like, like maybe like three heroes, three villains, yeah, and just be like. There's a new one there because we don't need a full necessarily. For no, I guess we don't. I reckon just and I, I reckon and somebody suggested Brendan Fraser as the century. I could I see think that would be yeah. good because again, he's got that he's got that recognition, yeah, as like that kind of uh, heroic that her- he's got that heroic look, yeah. And we know him as like you know, this leading, Rick O'Connell, exactly, Georgia Leading the leading man heartthrob thing, that guy from GI Joe, exactly. And then, yeah, and give him, you know. Give him some time to bloody get super ripped. Yeah, yeah. And well, his
2: body, apparently, he was like, those mummy films ruined my body. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. so I don't know whether he's. Uh, whether well, he can I, do I that would anymore. maybe
3: even him and maybe do it Captain Marvel style where it's him and mm. then like, oh, you CGI, CGI and keep the face keep, the face. keep the yeah, face. Keep the face. Yeah, sure, yeah. Keep the face. That's keep the best
2: the fa- Bon Jovi <laughs> album.
3: I think you'll find it's a Craig David album. Yeah. <laughs>
2: There is a Bon Jovi album called "Keep the Faith." Basically, there is. No, I know there is. Yes. <laughs> is there one? Is there a Craig David one?
3: No, I don't think so. Ah,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, this is Craig David heavy, and I love it. <laughs> I got one more bit of news. Yep. Uh, the actor who plays the the man, the tall man in the tall dog suit in a, a popular sci fi film, he's coming hmm. back for reshoots. Huh. Uh reshoots because apparently he shot a bunch of scenes for the new sci-fi film mm-hmm. when he was making the prequel sci-fi film set in the oh, same yes. series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I uh, love this lack of detail. I love
3: it. <laughs> Can you provide me with any more detail, though?
2: That's popular. You know what I mean? People like it. It's, mm-hmm. the, we had one earlier this year that financially uh, did not do well, huh. probably even lost money. And then recently, like just before that, they had another one, which... Did well, but it was very divisive to fans. They
3: sound really interesting. Yeah,
2: they, can, can be, yeah, yeah. they can be, yeah. They can be. I mean people people have soured on them a little bit.
3: Can you provide me with more information, mm. bearing in mind if I don't like the information, <laughs> I'll get really angry. Well, I don't want to risk
2: that. Yeah, but okay, so, yeah. let's say let's say uh, there's there's imagine space. Yep. And imagine wizards.
3: Ooh, I like that. Imagine
2: those two things combining, except the wizards don't have swords. They cut people in half with lasers. That's pretty cool. They can do flips. Some of them can't. Can't do a flip. Yeah. Some of them are puppets. Some of them are Alec Guinness. It's 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 there's a spectrum. You know what See, I mean? Sounds like
3: there is. Like they they run the gamut, don't they? They do. I mean, thinking of Alec Guinness, yeah. In various,
2: you're thinking of Bridge Over River Kwai, exactly.
3: Various war movies over the years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a puppet, <laughs> you know, like maybe Howdy Doody, <laughs> the sure, cowboy puppet, the marionette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're very different. They're aren't very they?
2: different, but they yeah. both can do the thing that I said. Huh. Imagine a spaceship. Yep. Imagine a spaceship faster than a light could travel. The speed of say something could travel at. Roughly, b- light can also travel at that speed. Huh, Does that make wow. sense? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Mm.
3: Can you express it in terms of a of a um, uh, a measurement of distance as opposed to a, a measurement speed? of distance?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm not sure in this universe what their measurement of dis- distance is necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? I know they don't use meters or miles. It's Parsecs?
3: Not... That, yeah, could be. Oh, yeah, I could. I don't on. know.
2: I couldn't tell you. It's fascinating. <laughs>
3: yeah. I love the sound of this universe.
2: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like something you could be into mm-hmm. yep. if you weren't such a big bitch. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think uh, I think that this new one of this series, this ninth one in the regular a series, series there's a few of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think they might have heard of it before. I think they might be in a bit of a panic about what they're going to do because, mm, as
3: you mentioned, one of them was a little less controversial. little controversial, little less controversial. Less, less controversial yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: and I think because the last one didn't do super well, yep. And you want something that pleases the fans, but you also don't. You want to do something new, mm-hmm, that's so I true. think. So this reshoots so of whatever, if it's true, doesn't surprise me. There are also some set photos that, that leaked earlier this week for some popular characters. No wizards, yeah, yeah. no puppets. Huh, okay. But uh, nonetheless, wow. they were there. Mm. What do you think?
3: Gambling's popular. They could put like, maybe like a scene in a casino or something?
2: I think that's been covered. I'm fairly confident. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm not an expert, obviously. All right, okay, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Kid with a broom? What about him? Put one of those in. It's not a bad idea at all. That's right. Can uh, you be magic? He could
3: be magic. The magic, kid with a broom.
2: Fantastic Mason, Labor Day is fast approaching in the US What does that mean there? Specifically, I don't know I'm not really sure what it means here I
3: think they dumped some tea in a harbour
2: Is that true? No Mm. It doesn't sound like labour It sounds like vandalism Do
3: you think it's something to do with the president with wooden teeth? It could be What other old things from America can you think of? Ships Firing a cannon into a man (laughs) All those things Yep Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep The age old tradition of firing a cannon into a man at a music (laughs) festival
2: Podcast listeners, though, they're invited to say goodbye to summer with Casper mattresses by taking advantage of Casper's limited Labor Day offer. Casper Expert, they have an expert team of engineers, designers, researchers, and and such, uh, and they prototype and they test their mattresses to meet the needs of all kinds of sleepers, and they provide just the right balance of comfort and... Support. Are you a light sleeper? Are you a heavy
3: sleeper? Are you a man who spends his days being shot with a cannon at a music (laughs) festival? (laughs) You need a different sleeping profile, so you need a different mattress. You
2: certainly do. All all Casper mattresses also use premium foams that relieve pressure and align your body so you can fall asleep easy and wake up feeling... Refreshed!
3: Wow, you can't see that out there, <laughs> listeners, but he did a double snap and then he waved his hands in front of his face like a magician.
2: You have one, don't you? I think the thing that you always go to of what's great about it, aside from being a fantastic sleep experience, is the unboxing.
3: It's, it's super fun. Mm. I mean, it only happened once, but I have fond memories
2: of it. No, I bet. Did you film it? No. I bet if you did it again, not that you would ever need another mattress, Mason, mm-hmm. but if you, if you would... I
3: plan to die on this mattress. <laughs> you can... <laughs>
2: Then you'd film it, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like the other way somebody gets a photo of their firstborn or whatever. I didn't do that, but people do that, don't they? <laughs> you didn't? No, I did <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> bloody hell. It did feel weird though. You know what yeah, I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like it's a very there's a lot going on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Prior yeah. to that. Anyway, that's 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 for another <laughs> ad. For a for a limited time, visit casper.com slash savings and you can get ten percent off any order with a mattress. This special offer expires September 3rd, 2018. So act now. Terms and conditions do apply. That's a limited time, casper.com savings, 10% off any order, with a mattress. This special offer expires September 3rd, 2018. So act now. Terms and conditions, they do. Apply, they always right. do. It's important to read those terms and conditions. I believe so. Mason, yes? I'm excited. Ooh. I'm excited because this week we're talking about image comics. Yes. Now, we were both kind of went away and did our own independent research. Turned out we just watched the same thing. <laughs> Uh, it's an Image Comics uh, mini-documentary on the Sci-Fi YouTube yeah, channel. it's called So Much Damage. definitely worth checking out. Mm-hmm. But basically... Uh, we but th- after
3: this, why would you bother? You don't need to. This is yeah. better.
2: Because we're adding additional knowledge from our own memory banks, aren't yes, we? Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Because I know you were, you were big into comics oh, at the time when all so this happened. Big. Yeah. You're, you're well into it. So we were going to kind of go through Image Comics and, and whatever, but there's... Front to back. There's a lot.
3: 1991 to today. Yeah. It's, we're going to cover... How how many, how many years is that? 27, 21, 27 years,
2: 17,
3: wow, only one,
2: 27, 2001, it's 27, is it? Yep. Okay. Oh, better uh, it's a teacher in me, Mason. Yep. I've mm-hmm. still got it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So basically we thought we'd kind of run through how it started some yep. popular titles and probably up to where it kind of shifted into what we know as modern image comics. Because so I think it's a fascinating tale of how they, have bolstered the industry in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and initially kind of not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? Kind of sent the industry into
2: a nosedive. Yeah, they were part of it at the yeah. very mm-hmm. least. Yeah, there was a few things going on in the 90s. I mean, it's not
3: entirely their fault. Definitely not. Yeah. But They'd it's probably... not our
2: fault, though. No,
3: it's definitely not our fault, all right? <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell.
2: Yeah, that's it. Uh, so basically, Image was started by, can you can you name the the original oh, seven or eight Okay, peeps? here we go. All right. Yeah.
3: Well, obviously, Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rob Liefeld. Yes. That's two. Yep. Jim Lee. Yep. Will's portatio. Will's
2: Portacio. Who
3: people will know as uh, one of the many patron saints of the podcast. Big didn't the listener get him to say grab that gem? Yeah, the what convention. a what a bloody legend. Okay. Uh Mark Silvestri. Yes. That's five. Yep. Uh Jim Valentino. Very good. And Eric Larson. That's good. Well done. Nailed it.
2: So they they those guys were they were basically working for Marvel and Marvel were killing it. Like yes. millions and millions of copies. I'd-
3: As has been mentioned, currently in the comic book landscape, if your book sells a hundred thousand copies, that is phenomenal. Yeah, that's mind blowing. Yeah, but like in the nineties, mm. a comic if, it, if a comic book didn't sell a million copies, it was kind of like
2: you had to shoot yourself.
3: You had to shoot yourself exactly. <laughs> and these seven had avoided the bullet for a long time. That's they were doing correct. great. They had built up so much goodwill. Yeah, didn't didn't
2: have they to felt shoot like themselves. they never had to shoot themselves. That's right. Yeah, yeah. These
3: guys were the bad, yeah. They, they were considered look they were considered the bad boys of. So, well some of them were
2: some of them thought they were yeah
3: so definitely <laughs> but like they they did the I think it was Rob Liefeld he got the ultimate bad boy prize in that era which is he got to do a Levi fight. he did commercial. didn't he yeah that absolutely. was also that was also an honour bestowed upon the creators of id software the creators oh, of Doom. Right, I think, okay. I think I a couple that. of those guys got to do a, a Levi's 501. That was the era for and, both of those things happening. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Just think of just a pair of Levi five, just a pair of Levi 501 dad slacks <laughs> and a big white t-shirt tucked in. Ah, oh, bad boys. <laughs> That's
2: back in a big way. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Well, working for Marvel though, like they dad had a huge influence on that company. Jim Lee, Spider Man was. We've well, got some numbers here. No, Jim, Jim Lee did X Men. Sorry, uh, Todd McFarlane, Spider Man. Sorry. Uh, 2.5 Did you call him Spider-Man man yeah uh-huh. Don McFarlane's Spider-Man uh, Don Spiderman. Issue, Don Spider-Man issue 1 sold 2.5 million I have
3: one of those do you really yeah. it's worth nothing it's bagged and boarded it's exactly <laughs>
2: yeah Rob Liefeld's ex Force sold 5 million. Yep. And Jim Lee's X-Men was 8 million, million. copies, yeah. Which is still the biggest selling comic yeah. of all time, which is insane. He didn't even get a Levi's commercial. I, you know
3: what? I also think I have an X-Force number one somewhere. Incredible. Bagged and boarded, one of 6 million. Which <laughs> Worth of the, nothing. Which of
2: these creators got to play one-on-one with Godzilla in a basketball commercial?
3: Is there an actual answer to that? No, there's not. It was, it was Charles Barkley. Charles yeah, I was going <laughs> to say,
4: yeah.
2: So they were crushing it. Uh, and the I, I guess... There'd been a history. Well, you know more about this of yep. comic creators just being screwed out of royalties. Yeah, I mean, Marvel and DC well, were I mean, famous a, a, a for it.
3: S- screwed out is maybe not. I mean, in some instances that is true. In yeah. some instances, it's not. Yeah, because in like in some cases, it's like, who knew? Who Where was knew your platform what, to build? Yeah, this? Yeah, who knew? Who knew that this was going to become popular? You know. I mean, uh, you know, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster famously created Superman.
2: And Jerry Seinfeld created Seinfeld.
3: Exactly. He's doing quite well. Yeah. Uh, He's got so many cars. He
2: was wise to go independent of Marvel to do that. (laughs)
3: Absolutely. But so Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster famously created Superman for DC Mm. and they, they, they gave over all their rights to it and then and now of course it's you know it's lunch boxes, it's action figures it's movies or whatever and for a long time they didn't see a penny of that because yeah. they were just it was just like well you got paid for did
2: they die without seeing it i know the n- families get it now uh, or they got it late in the day or one of them did i
3: think they got it late in the day yeah, yeah. right uh-huh. yeah yeah mm. um and so yeah and the comic books the comic book industry is, is famously been work for hire yes you pay for, you get paid for your day's work and you
2: you do the art and fuck off. Yeah, exactly. That was basically <laughs> and how so if it you
3: create a character, yeah. for for one of the big two, they own it. Yes, and you don't see any. Like if again they put it on lunch boxes, they make a movie or whatever. So like Todd McFarlane, who was working on Spider Man, created Venom, mm. and so I, I think Todd McFarlane got a pretty good deal. He he was so well regarded. Like he created. He created that look of Spider-Man, which I think is quite standard now. Yes. Which is the super bendy limbs, the kind totally, of the very yeah. dynamic look.
2: And the detail on the webbing and the... Yeah, and so that, like, yeah.
3: prior to him, you know, Spider-Man swinging down on his web, mm. looked kind of like a trapeze artist, like yes. kind of all, like one, you know, kind
2: of... Angular and... Like,
3: ang- like one yeah. kind of, like like a banana. He looked like a, <laughs> he he looked look like like a red banana. and blue banana swinging by on a piece of string. Yeah. And, he, and Todd McFarlane was like... Because if you look at Spider-Man's, like, uh, Marvel Universe bio thing it says he has incredibly elastic limbs and yeah. he's superhumanly strong or whatever so todd mcfarlane clearly read the bio and went well just have him have him spider-like have him like yeah. his l- limbs splayed out and in the all proportions directions. are different kind of, and, yeah, and yeah kind of like unnatural yeah. bending or whatever and yeah again this huge spools of wedding fly- webbing flying all about mm. the place kind of like so much detail and, and people clearly respond to that Um, Eric Larson also, he worked on a Spider-Man book and he had kind of a similar look. It was really quite dynamic Mm. and kind of like, they, they brought this energy that, that prior artists really hadn't. Yeah. And and so uh, Todd McFarlane got his own Spider-Man book, was just Mm. Spider-Man. I think he got a pretty sweet deal for that. Right, right. Like some decent royalties, but again, like anything he'd done prior to that. Not so S- much. Sell- yeah. Selling selling a million copies, man. You get you get what you you yeah. did for that day. You Get what
2: you get, and you don't get upset. Ex- Except oh. in this case, they, they got did. very they did upset. Get very upset. Which I think uh, rightly so. And so Rob it was actually Rob Liefeld's idea, the Michael Jordan of comics, as he <laughs> calls himself, uh-huh. uh, to to go to be independent of, yeah, right. of this of this. Situation. The studio system, yeah. So they didn't have, they weren't all on board at first. They, but they, the big hitter they wanted to get was Jim Lee.
3: Are you aware of the, are you aware of the Travelling Wilburys?
2: The band. The
3: band, the Travelling Wilburys. I'm familiar with them. They have a similar, it turns out they and Image Comics have a similar trajectory because a lot of the the Travelling Wilburys teamed up kind of by accident. Right. Like it was, George Harrison wanted to, George Harrison needed to create a B side for one of his singles. And then I think he was like, He was in America and Bob Dylan had a studio. So he's like, I'll just go over to Bob Dylan's studio and record it. Mm. And then he was like, I left my guitar at this other guy's house. So I'll go and get that. And he went over and he was like, I'm recording this single. Do you want to come over? And they went, okay. Mm. And then just a whole bunch of them got together and they recorded a song. And they're like, this is too good to be a B-side.
2: Yeah. I'm just going to... We're the best band in the world. We're the best band in the world. And they were for a minute. Uh, They were the Michael Jordan of best bands in the world. (laughs)
3: Exactly. That's when Michael Jordan is born. Yeah. Uh, that were the
2: Rob Liefeld of music,
3: exactly. But like, Image kind of had the same thing because Todd, I believe, Todd McFarlane ran. So they they had a couple of people together. It was it was Todd McFarlane, Rob Liefeld, mm. Mark Silvestri, I think, and that and Todd McFarlane ran into Jim Lee at a, at an art auction. Yeah, and was just like, "Tomorrow we're gonna go into yes. a meeting with Marvel yeah. seven a.m. We're gonna go in." Do you want in any
2: chance? And they thought he would be like, nah, no, oh, thank you, uh-huh. I'm pretty good. But he was, he was 100% like, all right, take
3: it. And it that's interesting because that's they were like, okay, we're all the hottest, mm. we're the biggest selling artists now. It's either now or never, yeah, and absolutely. They were like, yes, it's now. And
2: I think that was interesting. What was interesting is, I can't remember who it was, it might have been Jim Valentino, I might be wrong. He was like, "I'm kind of bored of comics. I've done the X Men and whatever. I've kind of yeah, I've right, done everything uh-huh. I want to do, and this is uh-huh. an opportunity to create something. Yes, for yourself, because there wasn't. I'm Trying to think, a lot of the new Marvel characters from that time, uh, there's not really all they've kind of been established. You know, thirty yeah, years right, prior uh-huh. to all this kind of happening. Uh-huh. What I love about this, though, they go, they went into Marvel and said we're all quitting." And yep. then the next day they made a deal, they made a meeting with DC. Yes. And went in and said, just so you know, we're going independent. Yes, yeah, so there's no reason to do No that. reason yeah. to do it. Uh-huh. And it seemed like Liefeld was really into that. Yeah, <laughs> just, it seemed...
3: Just kicking sand see, in people's faces. That's the bad, that's a bad boy thing to boy, do. Boy, is it. Because at the That'll time... That'll get you a yeah, jeans Because I believe at the time they'd you know some of those guys had worked for DC yeah but like Jim Lee had never Jim Lee was Marvel exclusive for for a long time which is weird because he's
2: such a huge DC yeah he's since component gone back, yeah. now yeah
3: um, but uh, they went in and apparently they went through the doors and DC were like yes. oh they all, we're, we're getting Jim Lee and yeah. they're like PS you're never getting Jim Lee yeah <laughs> We're just here to show off that we're doing this. And I guess to some... Like, they didn't need to do this. No. They didn't need to do this meeting, but they were just It's pretty like, funny, though. Yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> Power move.
2: So, the established Image Comics, uh, February 1st, 92. I thought there was something interesting from the the documentary was that Rob Liefeld wanted to get Jack Kirby Presents in the corner.
3: Because Marvel, mm. Mar- all Marvel comics for a really long time have had, like, Stan Lee Presents at the top of every one. Yeah. And, that, and And, you know, Jack Kirby, again, was a guy who had quit every like he had, he'd worked for Marvel and quit Marvel he'd worked for d c he'd quit d c he'd come back and forth because they they gobbled up his ideas and yeah. they didn't really compensate him for him you know they they a lot Turns of that like, they did in the end but, yes but a lot but of, a yeah. lot of but credit, he
2: got, he got very soured on him yeah, a lot of credit of like,
3: he he created a lot of stuff and a lot of credit was not given to him, and so they were like wouldn't it be funny kind yeah. of thing if they were like. Get Kirby to as as the face of independent comic books, yeah, or like the the granddaddy of
2: of telling the big two to. I think they should have done it because I think they ended up not asking him. I think they just spoke to him about they, it.
3: They spoke to his wife yeah. at the time, who said I, they. I don't think they ever spoke to him directly, but they yeah, spoke to his yeah. wife, and and she said he supports you completely. Mm. Yeah.
2: Off the back of this, though, the Marvel stocks dropped dramatically because yeah, they lost right. some major talent. And the, I got the core principles here of. I mean, there's, I'm sure there are other rules, which we'll get into. Uh-huh. Number one, pouches. Pouches. Every character Absolutely, has so yeah. many pouches. Uh, everybody own their own stuff, mm-hmm. and a company just take a percentage of, of the sales. Yes. Uh, the only thing owned by image is the logo in the image I. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't interfere with others, the work of others, uh-huh. which came into play later yep. when it kind of started to fall apart. Don't eat yellow snow. Which a lot of people did. Yeah, that's right. You know, because they're all the bad boys of comics.
3: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all they made they snow. made the
2: rules and then they broke the rules. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
3: No double bouncing. They're gonna break that rule. <laughs> aren't they break that rule exactly. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So basically, they set up each set up a separate publishing name. Yeah, like a sub yeah. subgroup. Exactly. I have got the group. I got the names here. The only one he didn't was Will potatio because yeah. he had sick family. But we had Wildstorm. Extreme. That's Rob Liefeld. Guess who that was? Yeah. <laughs> Todd McFarlane Productions, Top Cow, Highbrow Entertainment. If I
3: were there, if, look, I'll be honest with you. If I was one of those guys, mm. I'd be like, Todd, can I call my studio Todd McFarlane Productions? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You have to pick something else, but I'm going to call my Todd McFarlane Productions.
2: Highbrow Entertainment and Shadowline. I mean, even the name Extreme. I can see why that one sold well, because that yeah. was... That's the perfect name for that era. Yeah, and it ties into the X-Men, mm-hmm. which were popular at the time. Well, I believe
3: it was called the Exodus at the time. Oh, really? Okay. Because um, mo- a lot of those guys had worked on X-Books. Oh, okay. So Liefeld, Patatio.
2: Will Patatio? Will
3: Patatio. Will Patatio. Yeah, yeah, and Sylvester, I think it all worked on, on X- X-Men or X-Force books. Okay, mm. good stuff. Oh, actually, Wils Patatio, yeah, he worked on uh, X-Factor.
2: X-Factor, mm-hmm. the TV series. I hate that show. Oh, <laughs> Uh, so we've got some numbers here as well for the for their the, lot of their number ones and their series in general. Uh-huh. Savage Dragon, Wildcat, Shadow Hawks got uh, sold five hundred thousand each, which is good. Yeah, for sure. For the day, you'd have yeah. to shoot yourself, <laughs> shoot
3: yourself. But they had a rule: no shooting yourself. Believe in yourself. Don't shoot yourself. That's
2: right. But uh-huh. Young Blood sold, which was which a, Rob, Liefeld. Rob Liefeld, sold one yeah. point four, and Spawn sold two million
3: yeah right well is- i mean they were the they were the biggest guns and the loudest guns for yeah sure and uh, young blood if i if i remember correctly young blood was just a teen time like it was it was unused teen titans oh, okay right because he pitched rob liefeld had pitched a, teen titan a team series. of teen titans a team of teen titans yeah. to dc and they were like actually we'll pass on this and he's yeah. like why waste a good why waste a good bloody uh Uh, a a good idea yeah it's a
2: a really good idea (laughs) it's really iconic
3: (laughs) yeah so he had a like if you look at those characters like the main guy in that was shaft who's a who's a red suited arrow guy right who is so and and uh speedy yeah exactly shaft exactly so he was he was uh like he speedy was who's current who's been red arrow and arsenal he alan
2: moore watchman this he really did, yeah. yeah.
3: Mm. Uh, but not with, without DC's approval.
2: And success. Exactly. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, so it, he was... that That's Green Arrow's yeah. sidekick. And
2: Do you know where they're at, the Youngblood?
3: No. <laughs> I could not tell you for a million dollars.
2: Okay, well, I don't... Just shut this briefcase. Ah, yeah. uh, what do we got here? Okay, what do you think of those comics from the era?
3: Ah, uh, they're really
2: dumb. <laughs> yeah. The art is dated, but yes. it's good. But it's very it's it's like you said it's pouches and weird torsos and tiny feet exactly (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah. it's it's they went okay clearly what we've got is this dynamism and this kind of like when it's not it's not it's not a movie or a TV show they don't have to look like real people they they can look like gods and they can look and we've got this new look and we're gonna shoot for it every time and so I think it got more and more ridiculous as time went on yes Yeah. yeah. And all the women had the tiny waist, yeah. super curvy, tiny waist, and every shot of them was like in that weird, weird angle, that yeah. weird angle where you could see, see their, their boots and they their, their boots <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all. Oh, it was always like, yeah, like like that back breaking turn. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, and it's. I mean,
2: it's a it's a hyper whatever universe, I guess. But isn't at it? the same time, yeah. But no, the, even at the time though, the the writing was. Criticized, yeah. Isn't is, is that is not well, that right? They were,
3: they were again, like they a lot of these guys weren't writers. Well, well exactly. You yeah. can any, you know, there there are plenty of people out there that are very talented writers and artists. Yeah, and they, I'm sure there were some great stories that came out of that. So I, I think Eric Larson is a great writer. And yeah, great I agree. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys, they were the bad boys because they were the incredible artists. The writers yes. did not get as much credit. These I
2: guys think, were rock stars like, exactly yeah, i think, I think these days writers shit. get a lot more credit yeah
3: than they get the credit they're due it's bullshit. But back in the day we both knows? think it's bullshit yeah, don't yeah. We? yeah i think maybe back in the day writers were they were kind of the workhorses. yeah right. they were like yeah. okay we need a plot okay here's the plot now and especially at marvel yeah but yeah some of that some of that stuff was not some of the dialogue especially do you have any of it do i, I think have i've on, got like, some like
2: i think Omnive? i got given a box <laughs> yes? i think i've got some uh-huh. yeah yeah wow some classic 90s stuff. I'm sure I have some somewhere. Worth it. Yeah. You definitely do. Uh-huh. Uh, so they also took over DC for the number two comic spot, which was huge because they yeah, had right. something like 75% of the industry between them and Marvel. And they, mm. they didn't get to number one, but that's still incredible. I think also probably they wouldn't have had the number of books that Marvel had out. I assume. I don't know that for a fact. Also, Rob Liefeld tells the story of how he met with Tom Cruise. About a movie role. Yep. And he was late, and Tom Cruise pulled him aside, and like Tom Cruise ripped through him. Wow. About being like, listen to me, you could have had the courtesy to call a hand and up Tom Cruise. Yeah, and, right, and then right. afterwards, he was like, but let's make a great movie. Okay, let's go. Like, it was
4: Yeah,
3: right. He
2: really Tom cruise at him. That's incredible. Uh, this movie never happened. None <laughs> of these movies ever happened except well, Spawn. Except for Spawn, uh-huh. uh, which we'll talk about a bit. There were some animated series, which, which we can get to. Mm-hmm. But they. They were taking all these Hollywood meetings and whatever. Rob Liefeld was in particular; he's still very much interested in making that happen. I mean, he's he's always banging on about Deadpool and X Force oh, and, yep. and whatever. Even though the things that people like about that series, he didn't are unrelated to him. That's <laughs> yes, right. But he's Michael Jordan in a lot of ways. That's true. Yeah, he fought Charles Barkley in yep. that commercial. He
3: plays golf and he grew a Hitler mustache that time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but they also admitted at the time they had they're really bad at. Business because they're artists. Yes, uh huh. They missed deadlines. Distribution was way off. Like printing, accounting, none of this stuff they understood. Mm-hmm. Business is hard. Yeah. As someone who lets Claire run the business, it looks hard. So-
3: sure does. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yep. So they got they brought in Larry Marder from Marvel. He was hired as an executive in '93 to kind of fix fix things up. And oh. they also started taking on other writers. Alan Moore came in, did some stuff, which That's true. I'd imagine would have appealed to him because. He'd been screwed multiple times. That's true, yeah. yeah. And all that kind he of thing. He did a,
3: for anybody, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this in the pop- podcast before, Rob Liefeld had a series called Supreme. Yes. And at the on the very surface level, it was like a kind of a Superman ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> I can say ripoff. <laughs> mm. uh, and uh, he went to Alan Moore and said, do you want to take a crack at this? And Alan Moore said, yes, but I'm throwing away literally everything about the character except for the name. Yep. And he went all right, and that's a that's a super that's such a good run. Yeah, if you contract that down, I'm sure you can get it digitally.
2: So, would you say start at Liefeld and work your way to more? No, <laughs> unnecessary. Just the Liefeld stuff. Just the,
3: no, <laughs> you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I feel deliberately. Uh, just get the just get the Alan Moore run. It's really really good. It's kind of like it's kind of like a retrospective of the world of Superman. Yeah, right. But it's not Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Black Hammer.
2: Yeah, that's, which, is, like a, which is, continues to be amazing. Which is, a
3: lo- which is a love letter to superheroes, but it's not the superheroes you're thinking yes, of kind of thing. And it's that, di- that's what Supreme is. It's kind of this love letter to Superman, but yeah. not using Superman.
2: Because of all these dudes and all their kind of, they're all the big main players from the day. Cracks were starting to show, Mason. Oh. The image was split into groups. There was like studio collaborations with like a whole lot of different teams working. And then there were solo books. And apparently the solo books were more, they went out. More regularly than the... Yeah, right.
3: Okay. Which is strange
2: that that would be the way that it... <laughs> but that worked. Also, this is about time when comics were about to crash in a big way. Yeah, right. They were going up in price because all the classic stuff was being rediscovered. You know, issues of Superman were selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever. And and so people were buying up all these new issues thinking that... You know, we've talked about yeah, this before. Yeah, we've talked about speculative madness, yeah.
3: which happens in a lot of industries. But it's kind of like people went... You know, people discovered these old episodes, issues, Action Comics number one, and they were going for huge numbers. And then speculators went, "Okay, well, we should get on the ground floor. Spawn is going to be the new Superman. Yeah, Young Blood is going to be the new Superman. Superman, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if we if we get a n- number one of this, we bag it, we bought it. Yeah. We hold on to it for fifty years. We're gonna. That's I. I've seen video of people going, "This is my retirement fund. Yes, I'm going to sell yes. these comic books." For for some reason, nobody twigged that the reason that Action Comics number one was is so valuable is not just because it was the iconic appearance of Superman. Mm. It's because back when that comic was published, nobody cared about comic books at Worthless. all. Worthless. It was like the newspaper. Yeah, you read it, you threw it away. He's so, got the first
2: newspaper as well. Oof, Look out,
3: cha ching! Yeah, but so I mean, so there's, there was so few copies in existence that
2: mm.
3: you know that that's why it became worth something. The fact that there were 8 million copies of X-Men number one, all bagged and boarded and hermetically sealed. So they would never degrade. Yeah, means they'd never be worth anything. You've got to, you're going to have to wait a thousand years.
2: Yeah, that's it. Exactly. And you'll be dead. You'll and be even then, no one wants them. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, also in 1996, nine out of ten comic book stores were closed. And this was also the, the image guys, they, they like, look, we were partly to blame for this. Yeah, right. But they also said the Marvel variant covers were a big deal. You know, they yep. do like five or six an issue with various holograms they'd and They have holograms, whatever, metallic and, covers, yeah.
3: prismatic covers. Prismatic. I have been...
2: Uh, Wait, what's prismatic?
3: Oh, like holographic. Pragmatic? Yeah, they're some very <laughs> pragmatic covers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always pay the bills first. You got it. And to. Then, then splurge on something for yourself. That's important, you know? yeah. Mm. But like, uh, I've been uh, going through... Uh, my par- Like the stuff I stored at my parents' house, I found a lot of holographic covers. I bet and metallic you did, yeah. covers. Oh, Absolutely. boy. Let me yeah. tell you.
2: And there was also a bunch of stunts that happened at the time. They break in Batman's back. Superman died and then returned fairly quickly. Black
3: armband. you got a black armband. you got a though. black
2: armband and all that bunch of stuff. And also, Rob Liefeld and Jim Lee returned to Marvel to do Heroes Reborn. That's true, re- they did. So Marvel wanted To the franchise. Marvel, uh... All their books were selling shitly. Yeah, somewhere. So Mar-
3: Marvel wanted to revamp, uh, yeah, Marvel Marvel's, was not selling well. They wanted to revamp some of their characters, and so they got some of their, I guess, which were, I, I guess, were at the time, were kind of B-list-ish characters, mm. and went, okay, let's... The Captain Americas, and... Yeah, so Captain America, Iron Man, the Hulk, mm. the Fantastic Four... And they went okay. Let's. Uh... Is this
2: around the time of amalgam. It probably would have been.
3: I want to say this was pre-amalgam, but yeah, I can't right. remember. But it was. Definitely... I also found all my amalgam comics. I bet you did. Yeah, yeah we should do some of them for Caravan of Yeah, we should. All, all right. right. Yeah. Mm. Don't get your dirty fingers on them though.
2: I don't want to touch your. I want digital <laughs> copies. Okay, Mason. good. Yeah, good. Yeah, like I'm from the future. Nice.
3: But yeah, so they went okay. So there was a there was a Marvel storyline about a car- a villain called Onslaught, mm. which was the the combination of. Professor X and Magneto. Yeah. And then at the end, some of the heroes heroically sacrificed themselves by diving into Onslaught and ended up in a uh, a pocket universe where they were so extreme.
2: <laughs> Even more extreme than the regular universe.
3: More extreme than the regular universe. That was the heroes' reborn universe. Ah. And it was no good. They tried
2: to Ultimate Marvel Ultimate, I guess. Or, Prior to Marvel Or Ultim- DC yeah. 52, if for more modern yeah. references, I uh, guess. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read much, if any, of this. So I don't think, I don't know. I
3: remember them looking great. Yeah, I, saw, I actually not. looked
2: up some of them and that's not true. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, they, for the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, so that kind of, that didn't sit well with Image. I mean, you're obviously free to do whatever you want, but mm-hmm. when you got some of your main players doing stuff back at Marvel, you know, mm-hmm. that wasn't looking good. Also, Alan Sil- Alan Silvestri left. Mark because. Silvestri? Sorry, yeah, Alan Smith is a composer. Yes, uh, he left for, because he said Rob Liefeld poached artists from Top Cow, including Mike Turner. Yeah, and right, the idea huh? was you don't mess with each other's stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they'd set up this, uh, this, this law in the, which I didn't mention earlier, which mm-hmm. I hinted at that partners could be booted or voted out. They they took a vote. Yep. Everybody had to agree that person had to be voted out, obviously, except for the person. They yes. called off for a month. No,
3: even the person being booted out had to agree <laughs> that they were being booted out.
2: Then they waited a month. Yep, like a cooling off period, and then they did it again. And if they wow. voted again, uh huh, they had to go. Was it
3: a secret in the in the month between? I wonder. No,
2: no. Well, he Rob Liefeld quit in the month. Yeah, so right, he was uh-huh. voted, and then he quit. And apparently, they said in this that it, they voted anyway. The lawyer was like, "Don't vote, you don't oh, need to." Right. But we, I don't know what the result was. But presumably they were going to vote him out yeah, right. anyway. Yeah, because
3: he started his own. He started a separate, separate. Yes, comic book company, which was called. Now it was called like Massive Entertainment or something like that. What I'm didn't it have Liefeld in the name? No, I don't think it did. Let's. I'm gonna bloody find it first, mate. Don't even worry about okay. it. Okay. Uh, Maximum Press. That sounds there right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, he, there created, you go. He, he created a separate company called Maximum Press, and he started yeah, poaching other creators, and he's like, "Come work for Maximum Press." What it's a It's Better than Image. Image is garbage.
2: Yeah, it probably was. Ah, uh, well, no, it probably wasn't actually. <laughs> also, Jim Lee sold Wildstorm. Wildstorm to, Back DC. to DC. Yeah. To well, DC. Not that. Not yeah. Just for yeah, which is which is nuts.
3: Who then sort of folded it in. But then didn't. Mm. Yeah, they. they, I look. I couldn't name a single character from that universe. I I respect it because I. I think Jim Lee. You know he he he's a guy who wanted, who definitely wanted wants to create more than he wants to run business. Totally, that was definitely his thing. Like clearly, he went. Okay, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) With all the other shit. So Wildstorm had a lot of characters that I really enjoyed. Mm. Uh, he the Wild Storm had Gen thirteen, which was like teen superheroes. It had the authority, it had planetary oh no planetary. Okay. Planetary's great. Mm. Uh Stormwatch. Yeah. These ones. And I and those were all written. The one those ones that I enjoyed, they were written by Warren Ellis. British, yeah, right. Cranky yeah. British writer Warren Ellis. I'm familiar. Uh and they sold them back and some of those were sort of integrated into the DC universe, but maybe Mostly not well. North. There is a great Midnighter run.
2: That's you're you're a big fan of Midnighter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
3: like he's like superpowered Batman, but gay. But gay, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Uh so that one was pretty good, but a lot of them were kind of like they rebooted Stormwatch and it felt like kind of a like a poor carbon copy. This was during what was their last it was new 52. Was yeah, Stormwatch right. was under the books in that. And it was, oh, just was kind of, it? Yeah. I, even,
2: I don't, I don't remember exactly
3: that. See, exactly. There was 52 of them. So,
2: Did they ever get to 52? I think they did get to 52. Oh, did they really? Oh
4: Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, If you say 52, you got to put Stormwatch in, don't you? <laughs> you have to, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the stuff we got out of it in terms of outside of the comics industry. Uh, there was a Wildcats TV series, an animated series. Yep, uh-huh. Don't remember that. Was that, was, sa- that was one of Jim Lee's. Yes. It uh-huh. was a Savage Dragon animated series. Don't remember that. We didn't get either of those here. <laughs> I don't think so. I no. Uh Spawn got a movie. Sure did. Which they talk about, and uh what's his name? Tom McFarlane's like, Look, it was good, it was it was good, but it wasn't great. <laughs> uh-huh. That's yeah, that's probably for the time, yes. Look,
3: once again, as a kid, I remember <laughs> loving it. Yeah. But in retrospect, so bad. So again, bad. I've gone to rewatch it and Well, his- he's
2: directing the new one, so great settling terrific well, uh, maybe
3: he's maybe with age comes wisdom
2: but i'd forgotten this there was a 1998 animated series which was really good and i remember what i saw of that as a kid yeah. i remember it being really good i
3: saw like four episodes of that at a comic book convention yeah it was amazing yeah it's good yeah. it's way better than the mm-hmm.
2: it's probably way better than the seri- than the yeah. movie And uh, there was also a witchblade which live action series i've seen that. Yeah. I have not seen any of that. that was on
3: like that was one of those shows that was on at like 3am on yeah. like Channel 9. Yeah, absolutely.
2: That was, your, that was your Birds of Prey, Dark Angel era. Yeah, uh-huh. Those yeah, kind yeah. of shows. Yeah, so I don't know anything about that.
3: It was not, I mean, it was not a particularly faithful representation, but that's also because Witchblade was one of those characters where she activates her powers and all the clothes come off. Oh, no, so, really? Yeah. Wow, that's, so, that's yeah. inconvenient. It was, yeah, kind of inconvenient, right? Just inconvenient. The, activating the Witchblade just tore all the clothes off every <laughs> single time, so.
2: That's like the Hulk. It's not yeah, like I guess the Hulk, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, they're in a bit of financial trouble because they're two main players, with Jim Lee and yep. Rob Liefeld, not writing books for them. Those uh-huh. were sellers; those were the biggest sellers. Jim Valentino took over, um, in general, to yep. kind of guide the direction of it, and he made a lot of really good decisions, which means that this is which it survived and what it is yeah, today. Right, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so they decided to move away from superhero stuff and do more. Creative Windy focus, yeah, uh-huh. oh, well, it's yeah. all creative focus, but but just whatever, just make something good. Yeah, that was sure. the idea, and this is where we got like Brian Michael Bendis doing Powers. Uh, there was like Invincible, that was one of them. That was an uh-huh. exception because they then they went leaned back into. But it also, a little bit.
3: what is good about Invincible, mm. which is a series that's wrapped up quite recently? That, yeah. that's that's that went for years and years. Yeah, that that was a that's a superhero story that isn't. It goes into some dark places, but it is. It's, it doesn't set out to be grim and dark. No. Like, it was the antithesis, a kind of, of, of image when it started, which yes. is like, this is cool and extreme and dark. It's
2: even got the big eye on him. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. it's his logo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. It's a great comic. It really it's is. great start to end. Yeah. So, I'd highly recommend that. Yeah. Well, Robert Kirkman, who did that, he also pitched The Walking Dead when he was like in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. And apparently, to get it past them, and I remember hearing this, what he did was they were like, we don't want to do a. We don't want to do a zombie book; it's boring. And he's like, "Oh no, uh, there's actually, it's actually a um, it's an alien invasion. So I'm going to do hints towards <laughs> it in the first issue, right, first right, vision, right. Uh-huh. and then you're going to find out that it's the aliens. Yeah, right. And he just lied. That wasn't wow. That wasn't true.
3: Are there any hints to it?
2: There's nothing like that. And <laughs> okay, they even right. talk, they talked about that in the documentary, actually. Yeah, right. Uh, so but each book for that they were saying initially, like a comic sells a lot second yep. one does about half mm-hmm. and then it kind of you know it levels out it yep. out somewhere but this one walking dead just kept building so every issue would sell more than the previous issue it was it was huge like yeah, right. there was the first kind of hit outside of the original stuff yeah for sure yeah and it's still going and it's still pretty good yeah and then you got like brian k vaughan mark millar a bunch of other people coming on doing you know you got your kick ass and saga and Bloody wicked and divine sex criminals. Isn't It's interesting
3: that it started out as kind of the mm. the not a, not even the most stereotypical superhero stuff, but like the most stereotypical copies of superhero yeah. stuff. A lot of it was kind of just no good.
2: There's no good. Exactly. Well, I think that was so smart to go this way because I think most of the stuff I read is image now. Yeah. If I want to read something interesting mm-hmm. and different. I mean there's obviously other companies or whatever, but uh-huh. this is this is where I look. If there's a book with an like a new book with an image logo on it, I normally check it out. Yeah. I don't oh. always love it, uh-huh. but it's generally I'd rather read that than being like, Oh, they're doing Superman again. I'll usually yeah, wait till sure. they finish that run and then go, oh, I heard that run of Superman is good, I'll I'll read it. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, but that's pretty much where we're at today. Oh. I'd like to later go into like specifics of actual Comic books, yeah, and then like, right. this is why sex Criminals is great or whatever. Also, there's stuff here that I haven't read. Like, I've never read. I'm going
3: to take that out of context. Like, <laughs> that's going to go on a soundboard. <laughs> this is why I think sex. Oh, now I've said it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have you read Bitch Planet?
3: Yes, I have. That's good.
2: I'm, I'm behind on Saga, but I want. Same.
3: I'm also, yeah.
2: I'm wildly behind on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't read Paper Girls, which is apparently really good. Do you read Age of Bronze? No, I don't that even know. There's an earlier one. Is. I don't know what that one is, and that one is oh. either. So, there's a bunch of stuff here that I want to go back on, but I could talk about Invincible, Walking Dead. We've, we've done, I think we've talked about Kick-Ass, we've done a Mark Millar episode, but um, for ages. So we'll I will definitely come back to this and be like, this is some good image stuff that yeah. we've read.
3: What we could do is read, back in the day, the Savage Dragon Letters column was like 10 pages long, every issue. <laughs> and Eric Larson, the creator, and he, he wrote and drew that for like a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had a really, really long feud with Peter David, who was the, the the writer of the Hulk. Right at the time because Savage Dragon is an enormous green man with a fin on his head. Yes. And so Peter David was always like, This is just a this is just a rip off of the Hulk kind of thing. No, he's a dragon.
2: Yeah. he's got a No, fin. he's an alien.
3: He's an alien. He's, he's an dragon. alien who lost his memory and he became a cop.
2: And the dragon.
3: No, he's never been a dragon. He's just got a man with a fin, and he said. Anyway, the him? point is that for like, him? why do they call him? For years, they had this, they had this feud where Peter David would write him a long, angry screed, <laughs> and and Eric Larson would publish it in his letters column, and then then debate all his points. And I would I, for often, many months, I would read it just for that. Really? Yeah, we should read some of those
2: out. Great. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. Anyway, I'd love to know what people think of Image Comics in general. What, in the 90s yeah. now, whatever Some favorite books. Yeah.
3: There's also, Image has also published tons of like four-issue things that have maybe just flown under the radar a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right, yeah, you know, totally.
2: So. I'm looking at this list though, and before, say, Walking Dead, there's a couple of exceptions. There's nothing worth reading. It <laughs> <There laughs> really isn't. I mean, I'm sure there are exceptions to that, obviously. Yeah, but. you know
3: what, if, if anyone out there, if you have like a... Like a mid I mean you mentioned
2: Im- some as well that yeah, you know yeah. like the bloody um what's his name? Alan Moore. Yeah, right.
3: But- if you have any yeah, if you have any mid period uh image stuff that you, you would recommend, mm. let us know because I'd be yeah. excited to read read about that, yeah.
2: All in all though, I think this has been a really good move for the comics industry. Yes. in terms of, you know, getting more diverse stuff. You know, uh-huh. stuff that's not just superhero. I mean I like superhero comics, but this is the kind of stuff that I gravitate towards yeah. more and now and Marvel
3: and DC have, have innovated at times but they're also like they're very interested in maintaining the status quo totally yeah from time to time a character will die or you know change, Tony
2: Stark's a hologram man Tony or or Stark's a
3: hologram man or whatever mm. but it's very much like there's a lot of retreading old ground and yeah. it's good to have a, and even Dark Horse you know yeah absolutely uh, out there just saying like Vertigo Comics Vertigo <laughs> a Comics exactly job, yeah
2: thank yeah, that's some good stuff there yeah Mm-hmm. and that's what i say good i'm glad they didn't all walk away um craig david <laughs> you know Incredible. What I mean? yep
3: exactly yeah is that mm-hmm. a good ending yeah mm-hmm, yeah great yeah the walking david
2: <sighs> i should have said i could have said anything else then it would have been better i could have said nothing that would have been a better <laughs> kind of endpoint. it's like
3: yeah exactly sometimes mm. podcasting is like, is like jazz it's it's the quips you don't make. You oh, know?
2: okay. Very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what it's time for, though? What's it time for? What are we reading? Oh, what are we going to read? Yeah, okay. I'd bl- oh, I've oh, got to leave the pause in. <laughs> I'm doing the <a> thing. What are we reading today? Now that that theme song was edited in, what do huh. you read or going to read?
3: I have started watching The Alienist on Netflix. What's that one is, again? It's, uh, it's Daniel Brühl. Zemo, Zemo, Luke Evans, Dracula Untold. Oh my
2: god, what a combo! And
3: Dakota Fanning, you know, as being a little girl,
2: Charlotte Webb.
3: Is it? Is she in that? Yep. Anyway, it's uh, it's uh, uh Daniel Brawl is like a forensic psychologist in like Victorian era England. Oh, and he's uh, bloody. Is it or ri- America? It's one of those. <laughs> wow. Is yeah. it?
2: Is it? Well, everyone had British accents in the past. Everyone. That's true. Yeah. Everyone's from, like, from the Egyptians all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah probably yeah. what. 1850s, you reckon? Yeah, I reckon, yeah. Most, yeah, yeah. Mostly English accents. Mostly English accents. Uh, and,
3: he, and he's solving a brutal murder. Is
2: cause... it kind of Sherlock Holmes-esque? No. So he's not a, like a genius... No, he's not a genius. A genius he's man with sort of, autism who goes into no, his mind more, or No, he's more a craftsman. Okay. Because
3: he's, he's in that era where people don't believe he, what he does has any value. People don't respect the craft. People don't respect the craft, and they should respect the craft. It's a great so it's, kind movie. Of, it's kind of interesting. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Neve Campbell. It's
2: not a good movie. Craig
3: David soundtrack.
2: Great, is it? No, I don't know.
3: <laughs> we should check though.
2: I bet it's not. Why would it be? <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen that. I haven't seen it, but I've seen it popping it up on my it's Netflix. Pretty good. I, I,
3: I Daniel Daniel Brühl's great. Yeah, he's a great
2: actor. Mm-hmm. Well, he did he first show up. Well, I, mean, I remember first seeing him in um, *Inglorious Bastards*.
3: Oh yeah, that's, that's true. A yeah, in uh-huh. that. Yeah,
2: uh-huh. yeah. Are you looking up?
3: I'm looking up the soundtrack to The Craft.
2: Yeah?
3: Oh, Our Lady Peace. Letters to Cleo. Sponge. I don't know any. A cover of How Soon Is Now. Matthew Sweet is on here. What did wow. he do? Uh, he did a song Girlfriend. Doesn't matter.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of a Elastica. lot
3: Elastica? Of... Oh, Space Hog. Wow. Now that's a 90s soundtrack. What's if Space Hog? There. Space Hog did that. Space, the lead singer of Space Hog is married to Liv Tyler. Uh, oh, they did okay. that song in the meantime Which you'd know if you heard it um,
2: I, <laughs> I like that song You know that song It's a good song probably It's a probably. good song from the 90s Yeah yeah, yeah. Great Trimpy. So worth checking out I'm Space ch- Hog <laughs> the
3: band Space Hog Their album <laughs> Resident Alien <laughs> 1994 probably <laughs> I don't know
2: it's a very image comics appropriate. Oh, so image comics.
3: I bet some image comics came with a CD <laughs> or you could redeem it for a CD of like, listen to this while you're, while you're reading this issue of Youngblood.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man.
3: I also recently uncovered a book. It's called Bonza. Yeah. Like I have, it's, it's like a history of Australian comics from like 1900 oh, to yeah. like the mid nineties. Oh man. Is there good
2: stuff in there? No. No, I'm just kidding. There is.
3: There's some good stuff in there. I'll cool. I'll, I'll I'll let you know some highlights when I get through it.
2: Well, if we are talking Australian comics, Mason, this yes. comic isn't Australian. Uh there's the there was a Terminator comic issue 1 called Sector War, and basically it's set at the same time as Terminator 1984, and oh. a different Terminator goes after a different person, a rookie cop in the same era, like the other side of LA during the Sarah Connor situation. I really liked it. I thought it was. Fun. Wait. So,
3: what is that? Why is that? Why- I,
2: I think she's a general or something. Or oh, okay, or right. So maybe is, she'll turn out. So to this be, is I don't know.
3: this is the Terminator by way of Terminator Three. In what sense? In the way that Terminator Three, the Terminator was after or Ge- oh yeah yeah generals something like that yeah. I assume yeah. Catherine Brewster. Catherine Brewster as an <laughs> example.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it's I haven't read a Terminator comic in i don't know since we did one yeah right and uh-huh. this is one
3: since robocop versus the terminator kill human
2: that's right which is the best comic the ever best made. one
3: which is the fan fiction it's which, which where robocop inserts himself into terminator 2 fan fiction there's a video on my channel about it's it so you should good. watch it's it incredible it's incredible if you've never read that that's like
2: a pre caravan of garbage caravan of garbage is it really yeah okay. it feels that way yeah uh, it's okay. uh i think either i got What's the. It called?
3: I- this one sector war yeah, Sector War.
2: Okay, I, I, I enjoyed it.
3: What is this Dark Horse IDW? <laughs> who's, who's publishing? That's a this? good
2: question. Actually. No, I actually It Doesn't f- matter. Yeah, just look at it that. <laughs> it's up. fine. Doesn't it's on comicsology, probably. That's it. Do you have anything else that you wanted to read?
3: Uh no. I read my required. I watched my required Statham movie. Did that. You did. you don't have to watch any more. Don't have to he watch any more. Yeah. Mm. I watched some of the Equalizer. The Denzel Washington. The Equalizer. Uh, what do you think? Denzel Washington's very charming. Yeah, it's, know, it's a great it's movie. Okay, movie. Yeah. yeah. Would you watch Equalizer two? No. No. Would you watch three Equalizer? Three equaliser. You not better happening. believe
2: it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know how this one went. Yeah. yeah I'd I had think the second one's work. mostly the same. I'd probably watch it if it was.
3: If it was literally in front of us. Yeah. Let's say the TV turned on spontaneously by itself. Yeah. And there was a new equaliser movie on it. Three equaliser. Three equaliser that it's come through time. Is he
2: holding a hammer?
3: He's holding. He's holding three guns because in the printer, because in the second, the poster for the second movie, he's holding two guns. Oh, so he in has this to hold pie, three guns, yeah, yeah. Rule of threes. He has to be carrying three guns.
2: Wedged in his butt cheeks. No, he's got like it's facing out just for safety.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. No, he's got one in between his knees, like a one man band would have, like some symbols between his knees. He's got a third gun there. He's ready to three equalize. Yeah, he's got a he's got a one knee's got a gun on it, and one knee's got like a plastic hand. <laughs> So he's gonna need to do he's like a... He's gonna clap them He's together. gonna need to do a little shuffle. Okay, okay yeah, fire. I get yeah, you. Yeah, uh-huh. wow. So very you good. watch? Would you watch that?
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I'd watch it right now. Mm. I'd stop this show and watch that. Yeah, same. Yeah. But we can't.
3: What scenario? How is it appearing on the TV? Exactly. That's worth investigating. Is it is
2: ghosts? The, it wouldn't be ghosts. Is it movie producers trying to get to us, trying to pay us off?
3: Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes.
2: Good. Mm. Then I highly recommend Three Equalizer, Three Guns. <laughs> 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 this but, time. Yep. <laughs> Ready uh, for that, letter, ready yes for that letters thing? Yes, I am. we we'll we'll letters. Good stuff. Here we go. The classic one was letters, oh
4: letters. We love you. Some letters. They're only a take away. I know
3: they're here right now. We're going to do letters.
2: We love the letters segment because it's where people send us letters. That's or true. tweets or emails, realistically. We don't have a PO box yet. Uh, we probably won't because Won't we? well i don't know I don't just, you
3: want weird candy from around the world that's no, what i find I just most it. podcasts i listen to that have a po box it's it's almost exclusively for people to send them weird candy from around the world
2: yeah you're probably right do you mm. want one yes a, 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 a send a stuff box mm-hmm. but then i don't know i feel like you open yourself up to you know i think i feel bad being like send us things just send us things that you know, I don't know, Yeah, and somebody will send us a hand grenade. Someone will definitely send us a hand grenade.
3: <laughs> They'll be like, hey guys, I, mean, I found
2: this in I, my garden. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You like movies with hand grenades in them. Here's an actual hand grenade.
2: Ah, oh, they've misinterpreted what we liked about movies. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to reach the show, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter, and we'll go through and have a look. Also, Mason's checking out the old Gmail. Yeah, and this,
3: is, this is a quick one just from the Canadian. WeeklyPlanetPod Ga- at gmail.com. This is yeah. from the Canadian Galahad. Okay. Uh, how about also doing a Vertigo Comics episode? Great. I Probably love that Probably Will, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That one is less.
2: Well, it's not. I don't think there's a, as interesting a backstory. But maybe there t- is though we yeah, don't, we don't know there's I've interesting been, titles there yeah least. I've never looked into yeah, it I don't know the backstory to be and fair and I also yeah.
3: feel like Vertigo has I think at, at, at some point during the, the the image explosion I think they did try to tie the character they, they tied all the individual studios together there were some crossover storylines and stuff like that yeah and right in Vertigo pretty, pretty rare crossover wise yeah I think most of that stuff was set in its own universe founded in
2: 1993 yeah mm-hmm, yeah yeah, it's older than I thought it was. Hmm. Uh yeah, absolutely. I've got a tweet here though from uh Carrie's Lun. Hey guys, my question is, do you have a movie or series of movies you watch every year? Mine is the Bourne trilogy. Well, there's five of those movies, so you should watch them all. <laughs> uh when I watched it pen, uh,
3: Is it a is that a pentalogy?
2: I guess Probably it is. Probably not. Uh when I first watched it uh I appear, I aspired to be a stunt driver. There's some great stunt driving in that first one. That's down true, that bloody yeah. Is it? I You're mean, a- it
3: is good, but it's also funny because it's in terrible cars.
2: Yes, it, that's what I like about yeah, it, though. Huh? That's that's where I'm at. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I there's a thing I watch every. Is there a thing that you watch every year?
3: Uh, I'm sure there'd be movies that I watch, but it, there's nothing because I know plenty of people who will. They're like, okay, every year we watch Die Hard at Christmas. Yes, yes. And I, there's, I'm, the, I'm sure there's stuff that I do rewatch, but it's never a case of like, I'm gonna set today's the day. Yeah, right. and Do my rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. 'Cause I'd inevitably forget and get mad at myself. You get mad at yourself, yeah, exactly. absolutely.
2: I watch um I'm I don't know. Speaking of rewatches, I'm gonna watch Predator one and two for next week's episode where we're gonna do a Predator one and two episode. Yeah, okay. Can cool. we do Predators as well? Can we do yes. three?
3: Yeah, I, I think, think we like, can do three.
2: Ah man. <laughs> I got a lot to say about Predators, I think. Or maybe I don't. Yeah, that's we can do it Did you we know there's
3: a sequel comic to Predators? The
2: the sorry, the movie? Yes. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, it's real. I, is it good?
3: I it doesn't look good. I'm gonna seen, read that. I've seen i I've seen I, the I wanna know what pages. happened at the end. Yeah, right. Well there's a there's a sequel. If the art does not look good and the story does not look good. Right. Give I'm it still a go. Let it. me know what it's like.
2: Uh so yeah, if people want to watch the Predator trilogy by next week, mm-hmm. give it a bloody go, mate. What do you got, Mason? You got another letter?
3: Uh let's see. Uh this is from uh this is from Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um he enjoys lots of... Maybe it's a lady. I enjoy lots of different aspects of being a geek or a nerd or whatever you want to call it. There are a few areas of interest that I enjoy where other more conventional nerds look at me strange for the level of nerdiness that I show. For Here example, I love board games. I have well over 100 board games. I love painting miniatures. Yeah, uh, I like those. Uh, when, when I share this with others...
2: I don't I have the ju- steady hands for it. It's
3: incredible, right? Yeah. I get the judgmental look or statement that I've taken it too far or I'm odd. Uh, what nerdy or geeky hobbies or interests do you have that other nerds think is too far or odd?
2: First of all, fuck all those people who say that. Yeah, do whatever right. you exactly. want. Yeah. That's what I think as well. If you like it. Yeah. I know people who have like football guernseys on the wall of players they've never met. <laughs> you know yeah, what I right? mean? Uh-huh. Or, and they've never played Michael football. Michael Jordan. Famous Michael...
3: football player, Michael Jordan. It was really example. good. I remember. It was
2: good. I remember yeah. when he walked away from football and played baseball. Do you remember? Craig David style. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. So I say... Walk away from those people. Yeah, Craig David stuff. <laughs> uh, do you have one, James? I don't
2: know if I do. Do you have one? Well, I think,
3: so I, I'm way into clothing for some reason. Yeah, that's you are. Know, that's true. Yeah. Like, I know more about fabric than I know about Star Wars, probably. And I don't know why. What? Yeah. What? Right. You know more about what? Fabric. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Uh, yeah, okay. And it's, it's because it's, it's also one of those hobbies that seems vain, I think. It's it's kind of like... Is it though? Well, for me, it's not because I'm not like, I want to be the best dressed guy. Well, that's
2: the thing. You're not showing off. You don't turn up every week and like, look at this new suit yeah, that I'm wearing. It's exactly.
3: Yeah. It's more a case of like, oh, that's a nice fabric. Mm. They put a nice... They've, they've, they've manufactured a nice pattern there. I should...
2: And you won't settle for less. No, I'll often settle for Sometimes less. Sometimes you'll settle. But Some... you've always dressed well, like since I've known you. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You always kind of, you know... you have a. That's
3: because I think in high school one time... Mm. Uh,
2: you kissed a girl exactly that's awesome and she was
3: like ooh fabric <laughs> <laughs> no but somebody was like uh, somebody was like you know this guy somebody, well, they were mentioning somebody who, who dressed well and they are like but not like you you don't care that you dress like that and I'm like, what are you, what? <laughs> and it never occurred to me. And I'm like, what's the difference between that person and me? Yeah, right. And I started looking into it. And then I'm like, this is kind of interesting. What
2: was the difference? Do you remember the specifics of it? No. What I did, you I were, were you wearing? Were you wearing a barrel?
3: Wear a, I did wear a lot of tracksuit pants, I'm pretty sure. Everybody did. Yeah. It was the 90s, It was the 90s, man. exactly. I don't know. Anyway, but that, so that's uh, something that I, like I'm, I'm interested in like fabric production. Yeah, so, right, and yeah. Stuff like that, which is... I don't know if that is geeky, but it's kind of... No, it's a very... I think
2: think anything can be geeky. Yeah. Yeah. But
3: again, it's not like I'm going to be the best dressed guy here. It's more like, ooh, (laughs) it's a nice fabric.
2: I'm the best dressed guy here. Yeah,
3: I should wear that. I should buy and wear that for some reason. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I Uh, I think that's absolutely fine. I think for me, it's all my friends, there are exceptions like you and probably another one. I'm, I'm easily the most nerdy out of... All of my friends yeah right by a long way uh-huh. and it, and I don't think anything I do is particularly unusual for someone who likes this stuff yeah right but I may as well be a fucking alien compared uh-huh. to like the, <laughs> right. what a lot of my friends like because a lot of them are finance and football and a lot of Michael yeah, Jordan right. talk and uh-huh. whatever mm-hmm. and I you know I like some of that stuff like oh uh-huh. I like the football i watch a good game yeah right but I don't really give a shit and so, it's interesting mm.
3: because like now mainstream. Like now, nerd culture is pop culture to a certain degree. So everybody's watching the Marvel movies, and everybody's, yes. you know, in in watching the the comic book TV shows and stuff like that. So it's this. Sometimes you'll have I'll have a conversation where I'm like, I want the, this person can lead the conversation because I want to see how deep their knowledge goes before i really leap in with
2: before you show them how much you know how good you are (laughs)
3: that's right how good i am at knowing at rote learning facts about superheroes you know what i mean but it's kind of like you don't want to go
2: yeah it it can it can be a bit much i think that's with anything though because if i talk to someone and then they're like this is this is the history of heavyweight boxing i'm like Uh why would you think that anyone gives a shit about this for four hours Uh-huh. You know, why would you put that on somebody? But if you're yeah. a good
3: storyteller. Absolutely.
2: I'll, yeah. you know, I'll listen to anybody if they're interesting. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I think, think that testing the waters is interesting. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Or, or
3: sometimes like, it might be a case of like, just pretend to be a layman and then maybe have a couple of fun facts about yeah. it. Like, you know, they used to sell four mil- 8 million copies of that. I mean, X-Men once sold 8 million copies or whatever. That's a fun
2: fact. You're going to get punched in the face with a fact like that, Mason. Right. Get a big yeah. old wedgie. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So we need that gun in your butt. <laughs> yep. Ready to go. Ready to go. Ready. Yeah. So when I'm running away. That's the equalizer four. Yeah, that's Gun right. in the butt. Gun in the butt.
3: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to. What I really want to do, mm-hmm. I'd love to set up a proper room, like a man cave, if you will, Mason, because yep. this isn't really one, as we both agree. No, it is, though. Yeah. Look at this! <laughs> We're gonna build a. St- this is the- my desk. Is when cl- when people come over and Claire needs to clear the table, she just dumps it in here on my desk. Right. She's like this stack of paperwork. can just sit on oh, James's desk. But I want to just buy all the comics that I like in oh, yeah. in hardcover or paperback or whatever. I just and just f- like fill a wall just with yeah, stuff right. I want. I don't want to uh-huh. I don't want to complete anything. I just want the stuff that I really like.
3: And is it is yeah. it stuff that you wanted as a kid? No, like, I want
2: good. stuff. I don't want stuff that I used to like and it's probably bad. I want yeah, just right. anything good.
3: I feel kind of similar, but again, as this uh, this my trend recently of uncovering all this old stuff at my parents' house. Mm. I recently uncovered my. Old Ninja Turtles graphic novels. Oh yeah, like the 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 old Mirage comics. They're great. Yeah, they got because they were originally black and white, mm. but in like nineteen ninety or something, mm. like they got coloured and collected into like graphic novels. Yeah, right. I the first. I uncovered the first four, and I'm like, oh, this is some good stuff. Absolutely, it's back yeah. when they were brutal.
2: Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. I hope they do that with the new ones. Like they take it in that direction. I yeah, think. Same. Yeah, but you know, who knows? Who knows anything? right uh, this is from nicholas on twitter recently rewatched mystery men from 99 uh, it's a superb satire slash comedic take on the superhero genre with an all-star cla- cast including ben stiller jeffrey rush Hank Azaria, greg Kinnear, and william h macy have you seen the film and what are your thoughts hashtag weekly planet pod i remember the smash mouth soundtrack yeah
3: because that 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 uh song all-star mm. their most famous song that was in that that is probably best known from shrek. shrek yeah but before that the, the actual music video it's, is, got it's, man. Man. it's got the Mystery Man. It's got Ben Stiller and all those characters in, yeah. in it. Yeah, I remember enjoying I it. I like it. I haven't yeah. seen it in a
2: while. I remember uh-huh. liking it. Yeah. yeah, right. We've talked about this before, but I'd like. Well, maybe we've even done it. We have an episode on this, but superhero movies that aren't based off... Yes. This isn't based off anything, is it? Mystery no, it man, is. Man. It's, uh, it is too. Yeah. It's based
3: on Flaming Carrot, but it, not all the characters uh, are in it. So it's based <sighs> on... there was a, There was yeah. an indie comic many years ago called Flaming Carrot Comics. Flaming Carrot basically being like a guy in chinos and a button-down shirt, and he's got a mask that's a flaming carrot. Yeah. He's got a gun. Yeah. And and he has a he has some issues where he reminisces about the Mystery Man, superhero team, the Mystery Man. And some of those characters are in the movie and some of them aren't. Wow, well, okay, right. And then yeah. some were created for the movie. And yeah, yeah. And they don't really have... They're, they're more background in the comic book, but in the movie they get you know backstories and 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 hopes and dreams and fears and what have you like there's no like in the movie i think william h macy is the shoveler and he and his wife doesn't approve of his lifestyle and stuff like that and Mm. that that's all new for the movie right yeah yeah. i remember being good i remember liking
2: it yeah it was well ahead of its time for sure yeah
3: and greg Kinnear's character is covered in like sponsorships yeah (laughs) Yeah, he's like a nascar driver he's the main he's the main the the world's biggest superhero so he's also the most sponsored superhero that was kind of fun yeah i agree Mm. Is it a good movie though? I can't remember. We'll I, bet take it your is. Word I bet it
2: for is. It. I bet it is. Yeah, yeah. Good Smash Mouth song, if you recall, Mason, that song, All Star. One Two. of their best. Yeah, great chin beard. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I think that's the show. We did it. If you've got things to say, Mason, about the show, you can. Yeah. If time. you have a
3: favorite Smash Mouth song or a favorite Craig David song,
2: Walking on the Sun, Walking Away. Your wow. Yeah.
3: yeah, all right. Mm. Those guys should have teamed up. Maybe they did.
2: I bet they didn't.
3: I also think they wouldn't. There's no way they would have teamed up.
2: Not with those beards. No. It couldn't be in the same room. (laughs)
3: There's only one, only one line beard is allowed in a room at the one time. That's the alpha, you know?
2: I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, Let's see. If you want to contact the show, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Gmail and Twitter and Bandcamp. You can go to planetbroadcasting.com. Yeah. Sign up to the newsletter, if you will. Yep. I am always excited when I get it in my own email.
2: Rob, Rob Collings does a bloody great so job so good he's also yeah.
3: at the Weekly Planet on Twitter he's doing a great job yep. there uh, you can also go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group you we've can all kinds of discussions going on in there
2: yeah there we're, is
3: we've got like 10,000 we 10, members we've
2: got 10 just, million members it's not true 10 hundred members and also not true yeah yeah. I tried though didn't I
3: you <laughs> sure did you <laughs> tried many variations on the same thing <laughs> it's all anyone can do thank you yeah, uh, yeah, let's see if you want to support the show you can go to patreoncom slash Uh You can chuck in a buck chuck if you'd like, buck, or yeah. any amount if you want to support the show. We appreciate every single one of those. We
2: should mention also. It looks like we're doing our charity campaign Q and A this week.
3: We're going to do it this week. So, so but you yeah. can continue to donate after that if you want it. Absolutely. You um, can, we'll, yeah. we'll try to get to as many questions as we can. Yeah, um,
2: we're at, we hit thirty thousand. We did. That's so incredible. That's right? great. So yeah,
3: so good. So if you want to, if you want a piece of, we'll let you know when it's coming out. It gets emailed straight to you. I think yes.
2: Yeah. Um, it, last year because the the website we couldn't. There's a whole lot of complications about <laughs> privacy, and so we couldn't email people directly. And we had to do this elaborate thing. You're just going to get it to your inbox that's this a, year. That's good stuff, so, yeah.
3: Uh, you're going to get that. Uh, let me, th- yeah. And then after that, if you just want if if you if you don't want to ask a question, you just want to get the QA, uh, yeah, you can just you can make, another don- yeah, make a absolutely. donation of any amount, and we'll, we'll, we'll bloody take it. We'll take
2: any money you want to give us.
3: <laughs> mm. uh, let's see. You can also click on the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description. Buy some stuff on Amazon. Buy Mystery Men on DVD yeah. or 4K.
2: Mm. See how Pee
3: Wee Herman looks in 4K. You know. Ugh. <laughs> now he well he's a disgusting character in that movie. That's if I yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah.
3: Mm. See how William H Macy looks in 4K. I bet he'd look amazing. See how Greg Kinnear looks in 4K. Greg
2: Kinnear would look incredible in know, 4K. Are you right? kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in the the American version of Rake. Was he? Yeah.
3: As Rake. Yeah, he was Rake. That's good stuff. It was Jeffrey Rake. Did that get a series or was it just no, a No, I think they only did. Okay. Or
2: maybe one series.
3: Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I was on Vic and M's Comedy Gems. You were on two in the Think Correct. Tank. Yes, Give yes. those a listen if you like. Yep. Um, 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 uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. We have those t-shirts on tpublic.com. Check them out. I'd like to see pe- more people in I'm Fine t-shirts. Those are good I think t-s. they're great.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. A
3: lot of tired dads out there if you want to get one. <laughs> We're
2: getting a lot of tired dad messages, which I appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We've really found It makes me feel that I'm not the only one who's ruined their life. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, years ago, you would have edited that out, but I bet that stays in now. that out. Wow, good stuff. Uh, is that everything? That's what we talk about. So, Thanks, yeah. everybody, for listening, subscribing, telling yeah. people. We love it. We really so do. good. If you got
2: thoughts on the first three Predator, no, not the first three, just those three Predator movies we mentioned. Mm-hmm. We'll talk yeah. about them next week. So, you, if can, you
3: have thoughts about Predator Two, because that is all, that's, I, that's the, the one I need to rewatch. Same, exactly. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'll probably I'll rewatch them all, but that one I really need to watch closely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. There you bloody go. And that's the end of the episode.
3: That certainly is. Grab that gem, everybody. We will talk to you next
2: week. See you later. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit
3: planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.